service. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, what didn't you like about Floribama Shore? Just dumb. Just straight up dumb. It's like, why are we allowing this? Oh, I don't know. We have to allow <laughs> that kind of shit on TV, otherwise we'd be a communist country. But it's just like, that's oh, yeah, it's not really anything dumb. I would choose to watch. Oh, come on. It's so dumb. You got to be killing brain cells, bro, watching that shit. But it's funny. Yeah. I don't even find that shit funny. I find it sad. (laughs) Feel bad for those fucking people, man. Oh, don't. Imagine you're in your college days and somebody goes, hey, man, we'll uh, we'll fund your drinking habits and give you a place on the beach. It would have been devastating for my life. It would have been devastating for my life. Well, yeah, but you're not those guys. Even you see what those people are. Yeah, look how Jersey Shore, how those people turned out. Good. They're okay. They're not going to live They're long. all good. Yes, they are. No. They're okay. healthy. Maybe. Well, they don't drink anymore because it got it all, 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 they got it all out of their system. system. Could be. Yeah, it could be. I guess I don't know. The only bad Jersey thing is the situation went to prison for tax evasion, but I mean, no who, who doesn't do that? Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean... When I was back in college and stuff like that in high school, we drank pretty heavily. Yeah. Now imagine if a big old company, imagine a big old company goes, hey, we'll pay you guys a fat check, fund your drinking and pay for a house on the beach in Floribama. And you'll be in there with a bunch of other single people and you can just go out there and work. They're probably incentivized to hook up with people. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad. (laughs) No, obviously, when you're older, it's not the yeah, right. wisest so thing to do. Those but those people to me look like they're like 24, 25. Uh, yeah. They're like 22, 23. Really? I think, well, the first season, they were 22, 23. I think, I think one of them might be like 25. Yeah. Something like that. That's basically like Jersey Shore. That was like they were the same age. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old and grumpy. <laughs> I think, think people should be getting their shit together nowadays. Well, come on. It's reality TV. Yeah. That's another thing that I problem with. I just don't watch much TV, and reality TV is so far away from, like, my interest. Well, yeah. That I just do not care. I just find it funny seeing the interactions that dumb people have with each other. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see the entertainment in it for sure. Just not my cup of tea. Fair. Yep. That's all it really is. I don't know those people in their lives. Well, that's so the whole point. You weren't, each you're not invested, man. You don't know him like I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the whole first season with Nate and Trey. Yeah. I mean, very, uh, deep individuals. Are they? Oh yeah. Yeah. Completely. Huh? Yep. Mm. Not just surface level and shallow. No, really? No, no, no. Well, I mean that, uh, what Gus guy, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he did get a little deep. Biblical man. I'm telling you. Bib- biblical. <laughs> the actual words they use. Yeah, dude. Biblical. Uh, yeah. He's struggling with his faith, but he's yeah, still, dude, you know, the consciousness. When, is, but when uh, the floozies, you know, when the floozies roll up on you, I mean, what yeah. are you supposed to do what in you your guts? You can't say no. With your shitty tattoos yeah. and <laughs> spiked ass hair. Uh, Fuck all that, man. That one lady's just pissing in a diaper, swinging it around. <laughs> Dumb. Even, even at that age for me, I wasn't. I didn't well, yeah, but shit. you also got to think there's cameras around. Yeah. And it's like, you got it. The more stupid shit you do, you probably get paid for it. Yeah, more views. Yeah. Yeah. That's one sad thing about our society. Oh, yeah. 
you can make a living off of being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It actually works. I think that's a tale as old as time, though. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's, like, to the scale that it is now. Because, obviously, back in the day of kings and shit, not many people had a lot of shit, but... Yeah, I don't think you... I think you had to take life pretty seriously back in the Well, I get... Yeah. I don't think you could make an easy living off of being being reckless and stupid. What What do you mean by you think that's a tale as old as time? Well, I think... Give me some examples. Well, I don't think it's at the scale that it is now, but I bet you back when fucking Columbus is sailing, there's probably some jag off on the boat who is dicking around. I mean, they've always had like jesters and... Well, yeah, but they're, that's their profession sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. not them just being stupid. Oh, of course there's always been stupid people. Well, no, what I'm saying is like, there's definitely been people who like aren't very gifted in anything, but they yeah. get money for it. There's good snake oil salesmen sort of thing where it's like, you're just good at selling a certain thing or you're good at a certain thing that people find entertaining and then... But you're really not talented at much. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's... I think it's more, uh, uh, like, glamorized. I don't know if that's a word. Yeah, glamorized. Yeah. Uh, Nowadays, and, and it's widespread. Yeah, I think it's more widespread than it was ever Very before. Easy but to do. But, yeah, I think... We have a cop leading the charge of this wolf yes, we pack do. we got going on. I mean, it's, this is a fucking convo. Yeah, there are fucking the trucks everywhere. <laughs> that fucker went over the goddamn... This part of the road must be rough. I mean, there are like five or six semis that are just yeah. fucked. Or, that fucker rear-ended one. Wonder what? He went oh, off the road. He's, oh, he right is, there. Oh, yeah. We have a flipped over. Uh, There's cars like on that Dodge too. Dodge 3500. Towing cars. And towing they're cars. all fucked up. All fucked. Semis flipped around. The, oh, There's like three of them that got crunched. That would make sense as to why we were being led by a popo. That most certainly does make sense. I would say the road's pretty fucking nice here. Yeah, it's honestly not too bad. road is not, not crazy. You can already tell we're getting into less and less snow. Yeah. As we get out this way. That spot was just brutal. I don't know. I'm I like uh for me it's more honest or uh more meaningful to have like an honest living. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's that, much like, fulfillment in that life. Yeah, exactly. That's why they drink so yeah, much. right. And that's that's what makes me feel bad for these people is it's just like you're well, not living a meaningful life. Well, they weren't just, they chose to do it. I know. And they don't have the informed decision to not, you know, they see the money and the... And the party in. And, yeah. But again, I mean, what are their... I don't know. I'm just very grateful that I did not I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I mean, I did my fair share of partying back in the day and being stupid. I'm still very stupid. Still do very stupid things. But. Well, yeah. I mean, imagine if it was all recorded and put it on television and edited out to where you look dumb, you know? Like, I think that I bet you there's a lot of fuck. I bet you there's a lot of clips that they leave out where it's oh, like, of course. you know, where they're probably not looking as dumb as they look. But yeah. when the majority of the show is they're hammered that's the whole point drunk. of the show yeah. yeah that's the whole point of the yeah. show yeah yeah see that's that's all i have against it is i just don't like watching that stuff 
just don't enjoy it. I don't know. It's almost like your people watching at a bar, though. That's kind of what I'm doing. Sure. Sure. I feel that. Or like you're like, God damn, that yeah. bitch is falling over. Yeah, holy fuck. Even like, nowadays for me out at a bar, I'm like, God damn it, dude, fuck this. I just don't want to be here. Don't yeah, it's getting it. a lot rougher to yeah. want to do it. That's one thing I don't think a lot of people take into account is like, uh, even know. though it's like a TV show and we're getting over quick. Yeah. Uh, even though it's like a TV show and uh, you're not actually there in that environment, this is still influencing you in ways. You know, same thing with music is one thing I didn't realize for the longest time. Listening to certain music has a massive influence on, on your worldview. Well, yeah. You know, so like for me, I like to try to be careful about the types of influences that I'm allowing into my life. That includes like what I watch and what I listen to and music I listen to and stuff like oh, that. So for me, like. Oh, shit. Look at that fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my I hope God. they're okay, bro. Looks like the airbags didn't even go off. Yeah, it looks like they got smashed in the back and then pushed into someone in the front. But anyways, continue. Rough. I cut you off. You're fine. That fucking car was <laughs> uh, What I was saying was I, I like to try to be careful about the things that I allow to influence me, you know, and that includes watching things and listening to things because those also have an influence on us and a lot of people don't realize it. i didn't realize it for the longest time you know that my music that i was listening to like influenced how i saw things so and, it's bad that i only listen to sad country songs no it's not a bad thing i listen to a lot of sad music i like sad music kind of well in my opinion for the sad music thing mm -hmm. it's like i feel like you can it's the easiest to tell the actual true emotion of the artist yeah, when they're right. doing it yeah, it's not yeah. as like it's more obvious because a happy song that fucker could be just on death's door, yeah, wanting to end it all. But you can yeah. make a pretty happy song pretty fucking easy, if I'm being honest. Sad songs are more true. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like they're easier to write. Yeah. Sad songs? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, I guess if you're making like a Florida Georgia line cruise or something, I think that'd be a pretty easy song to write as well. Yeah, right. I mean, there's <laughs> some of those shallower songs that well, are happy. Well, more mainstream ones, yeah. Easy to write. But. I mean, sad, I mean sad songs i'm i'm assuming that you're more in touch with your emotion with the yeah. whole thing so it's probably easier to put your That's pen to the paper there. music that i like to listen to is the, the music that well i mean my favorite type of music is the music that you can tell the emotion of the artist without them even singing you can like feel it through their instrument i find that so fascinating like stevie ray vaughn is really good at this like Jimi hendrix is oh, really i was, good yeah, at I was it. trying to find his name yeah yeah Jimi hendrix is really good at it you can literally feel emotion through their instruments which is so fucking wild and fascinating to me. It was kind of like Stapleton's uh, national yeah, anthem. Yeah, Stapleton's are good at this too. Did you listen to the national anthem? Uh, I don't for the know. Super Bowl. No, oh, no. <laughs> brought the house down. One Wait. of the, co the Eagles coach cried. Chris Stapleton did the fucking national anthem. Yeah. For the Super Bowl. I did not know that. Yeah, dude. We were it, we watched we it missed together. It. Well, yeah, oh, but we, we missed, missed it. it. Son yeah. of a bitch. It was. Oh, yeah, there's the, like yeah, fucking. Uh, I love Chris Stapleton. Yeah, the Eagles head coach was sitting there, and it was like. Cause he literally, it was just him with a like guitar, like a blues guitar. Yo. And it was like, I think it might've been a bass. Either way, he was playing it. I forgot which part. And then it just flashes to the Eagles coach and he's like, <laughs> and it's like, there's literal tears just falling down his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking tits. Man, there's something about the national anthem. I think it's because like in high school, you'd always listen to the national anthem before you like, you go play your sport. Yeah. Before you go play basketball for me. And like, just gets me amped up. Oh, well, so yeah. So, dude, some mornings, if I'm like not feeling great at work, 
I'll sing the national anthem out loud and just get fucking hyped. Get ready for work. National anthem gets me going. Here, I'll just fucking. I'll, we'll have to, I want to listen to it like through some good speakers. So right. we'll just wait until but, at some point. I'll remember. But yeah, it's uh yeah. So it brought the fucking house down. I bet it, it was did. like consensus all over the internet that it was like, it was either his or Whitney Houston's for the best ever. Really? No Which shit. Has, yeah. Oh man. It was like, and it wasn't even like that. just country fans or anything like that. Everybody was like, I don't know who this Chris Stapleton guy is, but yeah. this dude fucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's fucking good. Yeah, it's like, yeah, welcome to it, Paul. Chris Stapleton has been a long-standing uh, artist in my life. I fucking love Chris Stapleton. On the old steel there drivers. Was a time, yeah, and steel drivers. Yeah, there's a time through college where I was like, he was all I listened to. Me and him fucking aligned at the moment. But but no, I mean. Listening to sad music for me, I don't know if it's like an outlet for the sadness or like, uh, like, uh, cause I mean, we it's all probably a thing where sadness. You... I experience emotions very strongly. I'm a pretty emotional guy. And so I, I experience them very strongly. And I, I don't know if it's like an outlet or if it's like, uh, there's probably some of it where you feel like there's someone else out there. Yes. That's feeling that's, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, I think that's right. kind of so part you can of relate it. really yeah. easily to it. Um, so I listen to a lot of sad music, but. I actually don't know how I could probably count all of the the uh, happy songs that I have on my phone. Most of them are sad. Just and also just because I love like realness. Yeah, you know, and like like we we're talking about sad songs. Just they seem more real, you know, because it's easy to fake happiness. You, I mean, you can't fake sadness. Yeah, but I mean, I will say every time the first time the year of the year where it gets above like 15 of the windows down yep, yep i i play uh it's a great day to be alive by travis oh, tread yeah, every time dude. yeah that's a classic one classic that's the only sunny day i do it at the old it's always a tradition for yep. me it's the first day i have my windows down i play that the entire time oh yeah and it's just tits. don't get me wrong i have plenty of those songs too or you know middle of summer yeah i mean you, you put florida georgia line cruise on there i mean shit fucking goes hard pal but I mean, back to, <laughs> back, back to like the influence that music yeah. and what you watch have on you, you know, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing as like uh, the five people that you have in your life or that you surround yourself with. That's who you are. It's the same thing there, especially if you listen to a lot of music or you watch a lot of television, like those people are in your environment, even though you're not physically with them. It's the same thing. If you're watching or listening to, I don't know, I don't have a good example. If you listen to a lot of uh, political shows, you'll probably be more yeah, uh, apt sure. to yeah. uh, debate or get riled up by things. Yeah, like that. Or you listen to a lot of songs that are mainly about partying and getting drunk and rap, yeah, like a bunch of rap songs and all yeah, that. You'll probably want to do that. A bunch of drugs and stuff like that. And that's like you're listening to a lot of music. That person is one of the five people that you hang out with the most. Well, it's like when. That's when like artists die like that. You'll see like all the outcry of people if I just broken down and crying yeah, because you actually gain a connection. It's with probably like people. when Mac Miller died for you, huh? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like Mac Miller and I, like he was one of those artists for me that like we grew up together, kind of. Yeah. You know, like he evolved as I was evolving in life, and like his shit always like r related with me at as, the time as we were growing up. Yeah, yeah it was wild. Uh, there's other artists like that. Chris Stapleton's one of those for me, and. uh you know, I was, he was like one of my friends, you know, that's what it feels like kind of. Cause he's now, always there sort of thing. Nowadays, 
for me, I listen to mostly podcasts. So like my fucking, I listen to like, not anymore now that I'm running that job. But when I was just doing, you know, regular electrical work, I could listen to almost fucking six to seven hours a day of podcast, you know, and then majority of the time I'm not hanging out with you guys six to seven hours each day. So the like people who are the greatest influence in my life are literally thousands of miles away. That you will never meet, probably. Huh? That you'll probably never, never meet, meet. But still, you, you yeah. know, listening to a podcast is like you feel sitting like you've met on a conversation with them, you know? It's not like I feel like I met them or like I know them, you know? It's more like just the influence that they had on me because I'm with them is what it feels like you're sitting in on a conversation. It feels like you're with them for that long for each day, you know? So like my influence lately, like Jordan Peterson's a big one. Andrew Huberman's a big one. Um, the I can't remember his name. It's Chris something. He does the uh, Modern Wisdom podcast. Uh, listen to him a lot of listen to a lot of ian mcgillcrest a lot of uh um um jean piaget no what's his name no that's a that's a philosopher god what's the other guy's name um andrew or verveke oh isaac newton yeah isaac newton all those guys i mean it's the same thing with like people who are bookworms man like you can you can like be best friends with you know the author from thousands of years ago you know you can read a lot of uh like one of my buddies marshall mikowski you know him oh yeah he uh reads a lot of carl jung you know it's the same thing there like that guy has a massive influence on him because you spend hours on hours and hours reading their thoughts is pretty much what you're doing you know and so it's the same thing with books books music tv nowadays like they have a larger influence on your life than most people realize i think and so, like, for me, like, watching shows like that, I'm like, dude, no, <laughs> fucking not happening. I'm not judging you for it. I, no, I no, you are. The, and it's fine. I understand. No, it's, no, it's fine. No, I, I understand the entertainment value that comes with it, you know. Like, I also love stand-up comedy, you know. So, like, a lot of times when I don't want to have to, like, listen to nonfiction or, edu- or, like, education, even though I love that shit, when I just need something that's brain-numbing, fucking uh, i think the reason why comedies where i get my outlet for that i think the reason why reality shows are so big is it might just be a thing where people look at them and they go well at least i'm not like that fucked up you know could be but i think that's a terrible way to fucking look at life well yeah but that's also why our generation's fucked yeah you shouldn't be comparing (laughs) yourself to fucking others like that well yeah but that's kind of the internet age kind of broached that i get that i get that but it's just not right well yeah that's kind of just it was bound to happen i mean like obviously Hindsight is 2020, but I mean, I would like to think that if I was like 20 and phones came out and you see like the first couple iPhones, how quickly it just captured everybody captured. And it's like, you know, instant. I mean, again, it was like that fucking uh, picture of when LeBron broke the scoring record and Jordan hitting that fucking game winner. Yeah. Nobody had their phone. Nobody had anything. All they had was maybe like flash photography of like the. Yeah. That's why those old fucking sports clips are fucking just tits because it's so cool. Well, because all the fucking bulb flashes from yeah. like all those like cameras and shit where it's like mm-hmm. as yeah, he yeah. fucking does everything. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's sweet. But then like Well then also like in the background that crowd is actually there watching it, yeah. In the game. And then forever they'll be able to say every single moment of whatever happened, probably. Right. Unless they had a little too few many beers wide. But look at them cows. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. Just fucking covered. But uh, but yeah, and then with the LeBron one, everybody had their phones out, and nobody 
like they were kind of watching it, but they're also still trying to get the shot right. And yeah, it's like, right. like even LeBron's kids yeah. had had their phones out, mm-hmm. and they were on the baseline and yeah. on the basket where he scored, and they both had their phones out. It, you know, I will say that would be different if it was your dad or something, because then yeah, so that way you could show him the video of what it looked like. Yeah, but then right. again, also he would see that everywhere. That's something I'm starting to come more around to. So I grew up, you know half and half in technology, half and half being completely excluded from it. My dad, you know, didn't allow Wi-Fi in the house. And uh, like I had two gigabytes, but my mom had Wi-Fi. So, you know, I could be on Wi-Fi there and watch all the porn that I wanted. But <laughs> but at, uh, like at my dad's house, like no Wi-Fi, no nothing like that. And uh, I mean, we had a TV and stuff and we watched shows together. That's really about it. But so I've never really been the type of person that wants to like take pictures. I'm not either. Capture moments, you know, like that with a phone, because I want to be like in the moment myself, you know, and like capture it with, with my body, with my, my brain and stuff like that. I want to be here, but I'm coming around to understanding why people like to take photos. Yeah. uh, It takes you back to the memory. Like the Keystone, you know, like this weekend it would actually be nice to have some photos of us up there on the mountain or it's like that gear. golf trip where we had pictures of that too yeah it's but it, nice. there's a there's a fine line though there's between line. being two in your phone and yeah, just taking right. a couple quick pictures and right. videos that mm-hmm. kind of encapsulate the whole thing right um but i'm coming around like i used to like in college and shit like i used to hate that when people would be taking photos and videos and stuff like that granted we were doing stuff that i didn't were really illegal. want to be captured <laughs> yeah. you know so, I mean, that may have played into it, but nowadays I'm like, it would be nice to actually have some photos of, of the things that I've been doing and, well, and whatnot. I just, I've always liked uh, old scrapbooks Yeah, right. from like back that's in the cool. day or whatever. That's mm-hmm. actually cool. Cause that's the thing. Like, I don't know. There's something more personal about it. It's like when you're writing a letter compared to a text There's something about being on electronics for me where it's just like, it doesn't have the same hit. Nostalgia where, maybe. It might be, but also it's like. I don't know. There's something. There's something about like a you had to go get that picture. Yeah. On your camera, processed, and then you had to get it printed out. Then you cut it up, put it in the book, and now it's in that book forever, unless it burns up or you lose it. Whereas all the fucking pictures on my phone, if I threw it out the window right now, they're all gone. Gone. Yeah. There's something more valuable about a printed off photo. And I think that I think that's something about it. Why people are always in their phones? Because then it's like you can just take a picture whenever yeah and it's just there always yeah whereas like before you have to get a camera at take a shitty grainy picture yeah put some more effort into it yeah yeah i don't know i think that i mean granted to like print off photos off your phone you still have to like download them onto your computer or like download them onto yeah, but who's a doing flash that? drive and take them to go get printed i would like to do that because that'd make things more valuable and then yeah. you can actually do like some scrapbooking my mom's a massive scrapbooker which is amazing because I can go to her house and just like look at old photos and whatnot. And well, and then that's like for me, like the scrapbooks we got, like uh, there there was like a bunch of them. Where it was me and my grandpa, and I met him when I was like one, but then yeah. he died. Mm-hmm. So that's like the only t- only pictures I got of me and him, or like me as a baby, and he'd give me like a bone from a steak, and yeah. I would chew on it, yeah. and he would just find it the fucking funniest thing. And my mom would be like, "Stop! You're gonna fuck his teeth up." Yeah, right. And my grandpa was just like, oh, "It'll be fine." And I'm just sitting there gnawing on this fucking yeah. steak bone. Yeah. Apparently, I don't remember it, but, uh, but yeah, like that's that's cool. Because like nowadays, cool. I don't think that's really a thing. Yeah, it might be, but I, I don't. So. I, I don't. Think, I don't run in the circles where that's 
Yeah. And that, that's when well, I think it's a personal problem with me because I grew up thinking that like I didn't want to be on my phone and in my phone. I wanted to be in the moment where it's like now I'm getting to the point where it's like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a video of this to capture this moment, even though I want to be here and I can still be here. I can just have a video of it. I was, my my dad is a really, really sweet thing. So my my family's when I was growing up uh, is right when like you know, handheld video cameras little cam like becoming yeah, more accessible to people. And uh so there's videos of us as babies, you know, mm-hmm. fucking rolling around and my mom would video walk like for each month as we were growing up. And my dad actually went through and it was super nice. He took all of it off the VCRs and put them onto our on US, and onto USBs. Oh. And uh I finally got around to watching them in December. I took an edible and watch them because i wanted to feel all the emotion of it like i gotta see my mom hold me for the first time oh yeah that'll like made me ball like a baby dude just i'm this tiny little thing man and my mom's holding me for the first time and loving on me and kissing me and saying hi to me and welcome to welcome me to the world and then like there's like an hour or two of videos of just me growing up and like gets to the point where i'm like four years old opening and presents on my birthday and like it's cool to see like then the camera would like pan over and you'd see like my uncle with his camcorder super fucking young massive, too yeah, way younger baby, baby you know and uh, he's holding this massive camcorder i'm like it wouldn't be that bad for me to like take videos of important moments in my life yeah you know because because it's cool for me to have that now and my parents did that for me and it'd be it'd be sweet if i could start allowing myself to do more things like that uh it's really neat one of the things that uh that I found really bizarre was hearing my grandfather speak as a as a younger man. Oh yeah, in those videos because you know my grandfather nowadays. I'm one of the only people in my family that can understand him for the most part because he's just older. I grew up around him, you know. Yeah. And he's always had this he mumble; you could barely hear and understand what he's saying, you know. And so hearing his actual voice as before it was, got all gravelly, before, yeah. Before he started, before it started going out was so bizarre and wild to me and it was way more high pitched than I ever expected it. I found out watching those videos that I come from a goofy ass family. It's hilarious how how goofy my family is. I didn't realize that, you know, growing up, you know, they were always these big strong uncles and and these big strong men in my life, you know. Well yeah, compared then, to what you are. Yeah, just going, a little pudgy ball of flesh that could easily die. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> then going back and watching and seeing just how goofy they are and how, how I'm so much like them. Yeah. When they were my age is so fucking cool. It was so dope to see. I was like, damn, I'm right on par with Well these see, guys. I think I think your reasoning I think that's kind of the reason why you're sour to it. Your reasonings are actually good for why you want to do it. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people do it just so they could gloat on like social media yeah, about it or post true. them on social yeah, media yeah, yeah, yeah. some people like posting them to actually do the like actually keep them like so that way they're somewhere else they're stored like on facebook or on yeah, yeah. wherever so you yeah, could like go on instagram and like you can go back and see like your prom pictures or whatever yeah yeah but i think there's some people who just do that not for the value that you're looking at yeah i think it's very shallow surface level is why they take pictures of a lot of like, it's like when somebody takes pictures of like food and shit of steaks and all that just, yeah, i mean yeah. so bitch you know <laughs> <laughs> fuck you but i, love I think that's moments, what it, man. i it's, think that's what it is i think it's your reasoning behind it is better which is why i think you're coming yeah. around to it then it's, it's really cool like i take those pictures of the steaks or like the video of the steaks that we, yeah. we grill out 
and then I see you there. And then I take the camera to all the guys that are on the yeah around the table, and they'll pop up on my my story every now and again, you know, in my Snapchat. I'm like, God damn, that was so much fucking fun. You know, it's so cool to see that. I tell you what, I was a little fucking bastard. I hated me as a kid. Yeah, I was so stupid. Just knowing the memories, I still got from then. I'm like, dude, you're such a bitch. <laughs> I was like, like if if it was any competitive anything, I would like throw such a fit if I lost. Oh yeah, sure. Like just that's what oh, I like. What age? Oh, Do dude, these? fucking. I mean, throughout all of until I became self aware of it. Mm. So probably like I mean it might have been like middle school, and even then I think it was like sort of I, I had it more toned down after that once I was in like team sports. Yeah, and you kind of like because I think baseball kind of helped me with that because then it was like more of a team thing. It's like, dude, you're probably you're gonna lose. Yeah, you're gonna like in baseball if you fucking get three hits out of ten at bats, you're doing pretty all right. But that means you fail seven times, so it's like that kind of kind of got me more to the even space of like well, a little humility, yeah, and understanding. You're not this god sent thing that's gonna be fucking perfect at everything. Well, and yeah, you have to you have to lose to to win. You yeah. really do. Well, it depends if your mindset's good about it, because then you could still. If your mindset's wrong, it's not valuable losing either. Yeah. Because then you just don't learn from it. But like it'd be like, it'd be dumb shit. Like uh, my grandpa and I, uh, well, technically step grandpa, but I never met my other one. Uh, we played this game that he used to play when he was a kid, and you take a broom handle, and you take like a uh, like pool noodle, and yeah. you cut it and you wrap it around, and you play ping pong baseball. So you, pong baseball. so you get a ping pong ball yeah, and you stand like a decent ways away, not super far because you can't really throw it that far okay. and you just play baseball and wherever the ball lands. So you set like parameters to where a single, double, triple home run is yeah, and you have to hit it on the fly. And if it lands in that area, then you get the single, double, whatever. Oh, gotcha. But if you then, but if the guy who's pitching catches it, then it's an out and gotcha. you can still strike out and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, we would play that and he would beat my ass. Not because he was like a dick, but I was like six. Yeah, right. And, he was <laughs> and I could barely pick up the fucking broomstick. Yeah, right. But then I would lose. I'd be like, no, I won. He'd be like, no, you lost. No, I won. Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, come on, you fucking twerp, I mean, dude. You're a fucking kid, I understand, right? but I'm yeah. like, come on, you fucking twerp. You're a fucking kid. I that remember. shit was lit. I ain't going to lie. You could put some nasty spin on those dude, balls. Dude, I bet that was fun as fuck. Sounds like a There blast. was one where we played it. Uh, because we used to go camping every summer. The last weekend of every summer, my grandparents, uh, like my whole family would go out on my dad's side, and we'd go camping for two weeks. Okay. And That's fucking uh, awesome. Well, yeah, and I never really understood the meaning of it. Okay. Cause like uh, every every summer, my grandparents would be like, God, you know, there's gonna be some some time where everybody just gets too busy, we won't be able to do this. And I go, Oh, whatever, dude. Yeah, not gonna happen. And then here I we haven't done that since I was. 15, 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. But either way. I'm sure yeah. they're great memories you have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but exactly. again, you never really, you think you're a kid forever, yeah, and then, yeah, then it hits yeah. you like a you know, fucking truck, and then you're like, well, wow. that's, that's gone now. It's gone. But yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember there were a bunch of games where me and my grandpa had where it was like, it'd be like fucking 20 mile an hour wins. And I'm like, you want to play? He goes, yeah. I mean, you could throw that fucker behind him, and it comes back. Oh, in. yeah. <laughs> And, and then if you fucking get a hold of one, if the wind picks up just right, it just kicks it back in your face, yeah. even though you cranked it off. Oh. But yeah, it, uh, but yeah, that was kind of a tangent on nothingness, but 
No, no, uh, we're spot on. We're, uh, but I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of. Good. Oh, yeah. So what I, uh, watch out, you prick. Just kidding. <laughs> you can't help it, dude. That thing is fucking but, sale. But, uh, what was I going to say? It was something. Oh, being back. A well, so I'm, I want to, I want to double back to your, uh, talking about your influences of what you watch and everything. Oh, sure. I think why I had such a, uh, connection with sports is because it was uh nothing it it took you out of all the shit that life had not that i had a shitty childhood yeah it was pretty great compared to what it could be you know yeah, what it could have been uh but i think what it was for me was it was just like sports was like just an outlet where it was like a completely other world completely separate from like, you know, yeah, you're like war and like all the bad shit that you'd see on the news, or if you know I had a bad day at school, somebody bullied me or something, I could still go home and just watch sports the whole time and just be fascinated by what's well, going on. You probably really liked it, yeah. You just had an interest to it. That's well, the thing about interest, man. You can't choose them; just kind of choose. Well, and it was definitely just an outlet for my to take some like i don't know not take time it's hard to describe yeah, to get out of life yeah yeah it's an escape yeah an escape there it is yeah, yeah we all and so for me that's kind of what it was that's why sports I, that's why i know all this dumb sports shit is yeah. because i just would sit there that's a perfect example of what i'm talking about with what you watch influences you i mean for some reason you had an interest in sports so that's what you watched and you also found it as an escape and so then it influenced you to know all of this stuff about sports, you know? It's perfect. I'm pulling over so I can take this thing out of four-wheel drive. Roger that. gas miles. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's kind of what it was for me. Because then now, well, now that uh, all these issues are leaking their way into sports, mm. I find myself leaving it. Like, I have not kept up with any of the sports the way I used to. Granted, I have less free time to do so. Sure. Like when I was a kid, I would just, I could get home from school and I had nothing going on and then I would just sit there and watch Sports Center all day. Or like this watch. It been a bad exit to go off of. Yeah, that fucking truck is just sitting there. Uh, I was gonna go straight through there. Do you probably fucking just pull over near that Wendy's and flip over? I think I can get around. Mm -hmm. Heads up, heads up. We got a green light, Paul. Oh. That sucks for you. Yeah, it does. But yeah, now I'm just not as interested since there's a lot more serious shit that leaks into it. Sure. And it almost just ruins the yeah the, 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 the perfect Garden of Eden that I had there. Yeah, it ruins your escape. Because... And then, yeah, because then now it's not anymore. Which obviously politics in it now, and I'm not against you know bringing awareness to such things, but I just don't think it's having the impact that is being sought. It's not the realm. Yeah, that it it needs to be in. Yeah, yeah, be in. Yeah, it's like bringing you know serious bringing politics into into like elementary school, like or yeah, or or it's like you know bringing topics that you know a seven year old doesn't need to hear about yet. Yeah, right. Or like you know. Yeah, I just, because now I'm like, like basketball, there's like all this shit with like, it's influenced by China, 
because like China is the biggest, one of the biggest money. Uh, I've got the funder. Yeah, they yeah. fund it heavily. So like, there was one thing where like players couldn't really speak on shit that was going on in China because it would be at risk of losing Chinese yeah, dollars. Literally, they can't even claim Taiwan as a fund. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's yes, shit like that. And yeah. it's like, oh, well, this is this kind of sucks. That's scary. And then you know the whole shit with uh like baseball is really the only one where it's there's not Much that drama in it there's not a well there is with like cheating and shit but like that's always been a thing yeah, everywhere that's a sports thing. yeah that's, that's a sport long, yeah it's a sports issue sports yeah. yeah yeah and so that's really the only one i can really think of i can't really think of anything super major like football obviously the race relations have been a big big issue thing as of late but i'm not going to dive into that but yeah. baseball i can't really because baseball is probably I mean, if we're talking like number of countries that do it, whoa, that was didn't like that. No, but if we're talking like diversity of people who play it, I think baseball is probably the biggest one. I don't know. You well, because you got you got you know African Americans, white dudes. You got dudes from like South America, every country, you got, like Cuba, Venezuela, yeah. all that. And then you have like people like from Asia. Like one of the like the best player in the league is from I think he's from Japan. Shohei Otani. Oh yeah. Dude pitches and hits. Damn. He throws like a hundred. And he, he was like one of the best hitters in the league and one of the best pitchers in the league. Like literally nobody's done that since like Babe Ruth. That shit. Yeah. And he's like just ungodly good. It's just absurd. But either way. Well, I'm sorry your escape is being ruined. Well, and also I kind of am getting to the age where I kind of feel like I need to not escape as much. Sure, I, I maybe, feel like I need to learn more about other shit, even sure. no matter how much I don't want to. Yeah, maybe start taking on some more responsibility, except that fucking uh, life is fucking shitty. Well, I'm well aware of that now. Yeah. But then it's like. But you still want to escape from it. Yeah. Yeah, right. And now it's harder to find it, seems, it through that. It seems like the a better way to get through life is accepting that and then trying to figure out your way through it without trying to numb yourself to it or escape from it all the time. Granted, you can't get away from it needing escapes. Yeah. But I like for me nowadays like this, what we're doing right now podcasting is kind of an escape for me yeah but what we're doing when it comes to like going to colorado trips like this those are those are my escapes from life but other than that try to just fucking figure out the best way forward through it accept it take it on is this fucker gonna get back over or are we just they're just gonna fucking just sit in the fucking on the line you dickhead made me kill my cruise Let us get around this semi real quick. Fucker's got his blinker on. For Just the to last, clarify like, for everyone, the roads are dry and open. Yeah, they're actually very nice. Yes. Except for there was a little hiccup there where we uh, we are currently we were currently hauling eighty, but the semi uh had was to just go sitting there. on the center line. But yeah. but yeah, I don't know because well, and also it's kind of like uh, I think that's being that's growing up, man. I think that's what you know, we all have to do around our age. I mean, how old are you now? Twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you got a couple years before like you're really gonna start growing up. I'm twenty five now. Like, for me, 
the way it seems. I don't like using numbers as like a reference, you know, like 25, but I feel like I'm at a point in my life where it's like, okay, it's time to start fucking growing up. Yeah. You know, and start taking life seriously. And, uh, but you can't take it too serious though. Hmm. That's what I mean. You still have to have your escapes. You can't take it too serious. Otherwise you're going to fucking burn out and yeah, want to kill yourself. Well, and I mean, it's just not the, a good way to get through life. That's just a way to look back and realize you fucked it all up. I got to remember how to set this fucking thing. <laughs> hey, you can't take it too seriously because then life's no fun because life is also supposed to be fun. Yeah. And, you know, and so you have to find that fine balance between, you know, taking life seriously and making it fun and having those escapes and doing all that kind of stuff. But like, for me, I'm a foreman now. Yeah. Like, I'm running a job. I have a serious career. Um, and like, I'm getting to the age for like, I want to start having kids popping out by the time I'm like 32 at the latest, you know, I feel like that's a pretty good age. And, well, next few years start really getting into life. And it seems like the things that are the right things to get into life are like starting a family and like providing for that family and being there for your family. Uh, I mean, for me personally, a lot of my life is going to be centered around family, not just my, my family that I'm going to grow, but the family that I already have and my friendships that I've cultivated, you know, start taking those things serious. That is a major difference between you and I that I've found because my family has not had a near a, uh, impact on me as yours with as you. I've, and that's one of the Because you're much, you're much closer to your family yeah, than I, mine. I've grown up in a, a very loving, great family, so I'm very grateful for it, and that is something I don't want to squander. Can I unplug this? Yeah. I just don't want to fucking undo the, the fucking power to this whole yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Keep it right. Anyways, continue. So, like I was saying, fucking, I am very fortunate to have a, a great family. And so that's something that I've realized that I want to take serious because not a lot of people get that opportunity to have a great family. And so I think I got to, I, I, I prioritize my relationship with my family. And I mean, even if you don't have a great family, it's very meaningful. It seems to us humans to be very meaningful family to cultivate relationships so even if you're not that close to your family it is it is very meaningful to try to build relationships with your family well for my family it was well obviously they like all of them live in kansas so it's not like a thing where i could just go see them all the yeah, time yeah sure and so it'd be like you know instead of like you or something where i don't know what you did i guess but i'm sure you saw your like uncles and your grandparents quite often uh, or relatively we were frequently. pretty spread out growing up i had family in missouri and kansas oh. they but we'd always have the tradition of coming back for christmas and easter and thanksgiving you know we did all that granted i had uncles and aunts that were in our area i had an aunt and uncle in norfolk and an uncle in Woodside. you know my grandparents were in Woodside, but it was mainly just my family yeah but i grew up in the area where we all gathered so i was at every family event stuff like that I mean, now that I'm older, you know, well, it's harder to get well, everyone together now. It is a little harder. We still manage it yeah. because for our family, family has been very important. And every time we're with each other, it's, it's very beneficial to everyone's life. So everyone loves it. That's the thing that I'm fortunate about. I mean, a lot of people have families that their complexes make it so that when they do get together, it's actually a disaster. That's not mine. 
Yeah. Mine's like, uh, on my mom's side, like my mom's side is very, it's not like a anti-social thing. They're just very quiet folks. Reserved. They're very, yeah, they're very reserved and they, uh, they're just, yeah, they're just not very. To themselves. Yeah. They just kind of keep to themselves and then like, I'll see them for like Christmas and all that. And, you know, I'd take a bullet for any of them. Like, I love them all like my family, but Mm -hmm. I've never had a deep conversation with any of them or a really meaningful, like, uh, event with them or like, they've never really taught me anything. And they've not that I'm saying, you know, you need to, they need to show their worth to do that or whatever, but no. Um, see, see, so like my mom, like I have conversations with her all the time now, way more now than I did back when I was a kid. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I never talked to her. Comes with age, and so then now it's like you know, I talk to her like you know, she's just another friend of mine at this point. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to get that way with my dad more and more. It helps that he's moved here. Yeah, that helps, yeah. but. And again, I think I, we talked about this before, but again, like his dad was a scumbag. So it like, I have immense amounts of respect for him because he didn't really had a rule book to go off of how to be a dad. Yeah. And so he tried his best and given the fucking tools that he had at his disposal, which were not very many, uh, I think he did an all right job. Yeah, but, I think he turned out pretty good. I uh, like it quite a bit. I appreciate it. But yeah, and then like, so that's on my mom's side. They're pretty reserved, laid back, and I haven't really had any conversation. Same thing with my dad's side. But again, I love them all to death, but yeah. it's just a thing where I haven't had any, um, I haven't had near as many meaningful interactions and conversations and experiences that I have with like my, my closest friends and all that absolutely. sort of thing. Yeah, and absolutely. so it's kind of like, in a way, I guess you could say that like the equivalent to your family impact on you is like my friends on me. Well, I I don't know if I'd say that quite yet because I mean that's how that's how I was, man, throughout the majority of my relationships with my family. I mean, my friends and I I was way closer and had way more meaningful conversations and interactions with my friends up until the last like three or four years, and that's when I had similar realizations about like uh, like my father and my mom, like uh, they didn't know what they were doing when they were raising kids, and I turned out just fine and. Then also the reason why I've gotten more into depth with my, my, uh, not immediate family. So like with my uncles and aunts, because of there's turmoil in my, in my family complex that was going on and it happened to be my dad and his wife that were causing the issues throughout the whole family. And I just happened to be at the age where I realized that like, oh shit. I need to start having deeper conversations about hard things with these people that I grew up with and influenced me. So, I mean, it was just, you know, matter of timing. I was getting older, realizing these things. And then uh, also it was because of a shitty situation. And I, I felt like I was in a position where I could do something about it, you know? So then I had to nut up and started having deep conversations with my family members. Uh, so, I mean, growing up, you know, before the age of like 22, you know, throughout all of college for me and throughout all of college, I didn't talk to my family like at all. Like not even my dad and my mom, my sister, and my brother. There's like two to three years there where like I talked to my family maybe a handful of times throughout the year, you know, and that was when I saw them, you know, I had all of my meaningful relationships with friends. 
Um, in high school, I mean, the small town was a little bit different. And so, I don't know, I had pretty good relationships with all of them then. You know, my dad was like my best friend in high school. I mean, we did a lot of stuff together. And, and I was a pretty good at two shoes throughout high school other than, you know, the average drinking you know, on the weekends and stuff like that. You know, but even then, my not-so-immediate family, I didn't have great relationships with them. I just knew we had a good time when we all got together, and I enjoyed that. You know, but now that I'm getting older and understanding more things and there's been problems and I feel like I can help, I've decided that I should have conversations with people. And I feel like that's a good route. So, I mean, it, this is a new thing for me too, man. I'm still figuring it out. Like I've had my first three hour conversation with my dad ever in my life about hard things just within this last year. I couldn't tell my dad hard things throughout all of my life. I, I mean, I couldn't, yeah, I I couldn't have that. any conversation. With I haven't him. done that ever. Ever. I couldn't do it, man, because like it, I was intimidated or terrified. I feel like you let him down or something. Something. I don't know. I still. A feeling that like you're going to make him not love you or anything like that with what you're saying or is it just like a or is it something where i don't know like i guess i don't, I don't know what it was i i was scared to talk to my dad about a lot of things for a long time just because you know he was i don't know my role model and yeah so it was didn't like, want to let him down didn't want to let him down didn't want to live up to his expectations you know didn't want to give him a peek behind the for, curtain of what's really going on and make him worry or something or I don't know. I guess I don't know what you talked about. So like, not, not worry. More like uh, just didn't want to let him down. Yeah, you know. And for me, what what put an end to that was not talking to him. Me and him had a fallout after high school, and I didn't talk to him for like a fucking year or two. And he just showed up at my house one time, and I told him that, you know, I'm on my own now. And I don't need you in my life. And we will cross paths when we cross paths. But that is the extent of our relationship. I literally told him that. That would hurt Balling. so bad. <laughs> Balling. Well, imagine yeah. you're fucking offspring. Oh, yeah, hurt. right. Being being in his shoes. Yeah, yeah right. And uh, that and that came about because I was upset with him and I was mad about it with the situation. And uh, I straight up told him that because that is how I felt and that is what I wanted. So then we went on our merry way from that, and just within the last year or two. I've uh, realized that like that turmoil that happened between my dad and I was actually, that's what caused the turmoil in my larger family because everyone was upset with my dad because of the things that happened between him and I, because we were best friends. Yeah. You know, me and my dad were, were tight and did a lot of things together. And then we had our falling out and that spread out to my whole family. My whole family got very upset with my dad. And it caused a lot of problems. So within the last year or two, I'm like, I am the one who needs to fix this. So now I'm having hard conversations with my dad as if he was like, as if he was like someone. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I view my dad. He, cause he's still my dad. So I have a lot of respect for him and. But you see that. him as more of a person now than yes, when you did person. before. That's the way yeah. to say it. He's, a, he's just another person. You know, so it's easier to have those kind of conversations now that I see him. As He's not on the pedestal that you had that you knocked him off of when you had yet. that conversation with well, him and before. Also, and it also comes from my view of myself. I view myself as also someone another person, person on his level that you yes, can have the I'm same conversations yes, with. Exactly. So that has helped a lot. I mean, these are realizations that come in time and then make those kind of things easier to do. Uh, 
so it's not like you're not on like the same level as that and if you desire to be on like that kind of level with your family i mean when you feel like it's time man then you'll just start doing that well i just don't know because like with me and my brother i think i've actually said i bet you i could count on i bet it's under 100 words 100 words to my brother in the last like five years 10 years okay like i don't think we've never talked my entire life ever how much older is your brother than you? two years two years yeah so i mean you grew up close together yeah yeah um but yeah like we just never it's not like we hate each other at least i don't hate him and i hope he doesn't hate me i don't think i've done anything to have that happen i don't know if us not talking kind of made him feel away disconnected yeah and then i mean also we are just polar opposites of people okay that's not, what i was wondering not that i'm saying like that's a bad thing no it's not at all but like yeah. he's in he was in boy scouts i played baseball uh he had completely different tastes in music and movies and television and everything and i was complete opposite like he was way into like science and all that shit and then i was just polar opposite i read everything and he didn't like reading but then he loved science and like bugs and fish and all that and i hated all that shit yeah and so and we never was an interesting yeah we just were never it wasn't like he played baseball and i played baseball so we had that one connection there we didn't have that at all yeah yeah really the only connection we got is because of my parents and that's the only thing that's the same about us other than that we've gone completely separate directions sure like now he's a teacher and he's doing all his shit and that's pretty dope yeah and uh but yeah, we've just never, and again, it's not like it's a thing where we don't like each other, Sure. but it's like, there's just nothing to say. Nothing to talk about. There's just nothing to, I don't know. Connect you guys. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing where it's like, for me, it's almost like, it seems like he's done well enough to where I don't think I need to just try and throw myself into the whole equation sure he's doing good on his own yeah and i don't need to i don't need to intervene or anything granted would i know no i would not know at all all i know is what he's doing yeah uh from like through my parents and all that like he's got a house and he's a teacher in omaha and all that so it's like he's in omaha yeah and so then like that's really the only the only time i ever really had any spite not spite, just kind of like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Sort of thing was uh, when we were kids, it was the first year my dad moved to uh, Minnesota. So I would have been 15. Okay. And he, so he would have been 17 or so. And so he wanted to take us from Kansas to Minnesota and we were going to stay with him for like a week. Uh, just because so he, he hadn't seen us since he moved. It was the longest he'd been away from us ever in his life. Yeah. I told you the story about why he had to move up there, right? I think so, but you can read It was when, so essentially the company he was working for, which will rename nameless, but fuck him. Uh, essentially, he was like the regional manager for uh, like the Midwest. And so there are two of them. And so the company came to him one day and said, all right, well... Uh, we don't need two of you here, so we're going to send one of you to Minnesota. Uh, either that or we're firing one of you because we can't keep two of you. And so the other guy had, like, kids who just got into school. Yeah. 
and they were like, I think they were like six or seven, something like that. Yeah. And so obviously picking up your whole family like that and moving on would just be shitty because they just started meeting people and all that, which I guess at that age you can still do that, but still. And then that was right after my parents got divorced. So my dad was just living by himself and he's like, well, I might as well bite the bullet and yeah, do that. Being considerate of the other guy's yeah, situation. Which, you know, looking back, I didn't realize how selfless that was. Yeah. You know, being away from your kids and all that. And really we're the only, we're the most important thing to him, I would say. One of, I'd say. I would imagine that tends to happen with fathers. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, so he, that's why he ended up moving. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the plan was going that we were going to do that. And then my brother goes, hey, can you take me to Kansas City? He goes, why? And he goes, uh, oh, well, my friends, I want to stay with my friends this week in Kansas City. And my dad went and did it and dropped him off. Yeah. Because he didn't want to be like, no, you can't do that. You're going to stay with me. Because he just wanted, you know, him to be happy and do yeah, what he wanted to do. But I was again. still sitting there like, come on, dude. You know? No, I guess I don't understand. Well, it's just like, like, we haven't seen our dad in months. Oh. And he's up there by himself. Oh. And all he wanted to do for Christmas was, was to have us friends. around. Yeah. How old was your brother? Probably 17 at 17, the time. yeah. Yeah, friends are like the most important thing. I know. But yeah. still, I was sitting there You're when I was 15. It. I'm like, I was yeah. like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, this man like provided so much and then the, all he's asking is for us to be up there for to a couple of days and hang out with them. Yeah. And then he still went and went out of his way to go to Kansas city to drop him off and then still went up to Minnesota. Yeah. So then I hung out there for a while and he drove me back. You know how your brother feels about family? Granted at 17, I think, uh, at 17, I was more into my friends too. So I get that. He's much more of a different human. He's uh yeah. he's a very quiet, kind of guy unless you get to know i guess it's kind of like me i think that's where we're similar a little bit okay is like in family situations we're very quiet yeah uh and in situations where we aren't fully familiar with what's going on we're a little bit quieter i've kind of grown out of that a little bit more mm-hmm. uh but that's kind of the same thing but i think i don't know where i'm going with that well, i was asking i was asking you whether your brother you think your brother's grown to be more family oriented or if he's just not I don't think he is either family's that massively important I think I think he I think it's kind of like me where it's like we both love our family and all that but Mm. we haven't had those like life altering things with them so there's not that same connection that there would be otherwise sure or kind of like what you were saying how like friends at that age are way more Important. Important to you mm-hmm. at the time. Because mm-hmm. that's your environment that you see every day. Which, granted, I guess he didn't see them every day, but still, they were like his best friends. And he didn't have a whole lot of them growing up because he was kind of different. Okay. And so it'd be like when I was five, when I was like in elementary school, my dad told me, if anyone fucks with your brother, you got to finish it. Hell yeah. And I was like, oh, sir, yeah. yes, sir. You got But it. again, the fucker's like, he's six, seven, like, 260 at this point yeah and so he was always bigger so nobody really fucked with him because that's how and same thing with me like everybody was kind of like oh okay yeah austin's cool yeah granted i was also always taller than most people so it was kind of like all right but yeah he never really had a whole lot of friends and so then uh growing up so he's always kind of different yeah and so he never i think it was kind of one of those things where he finally had friends so he wanted to 
be with them. them. And yeah, he didn't yeah. really understand the situation at hand yeah. with my dad. And again, and not that I'm, st- I'm not still spiteful about that. No. That still irked me horrendously at that age. At that moment. Because I was yeah. just like, it that's so. Me, it seems to me like you want to eventually build a relationship with your family. Otherwise, you wouldn't be talking about it. Well, it's just a no. thing. Well, I don't know. Because for me, it's like when I hang out with my family, I just like sitting there and just being around them and yeah. not talking about serious shit. Because yeah, as yeah. you know, I'm not, I hate serious shit as yeah, like. You're a goofy dude. Well, yeah, I like, I don't like, I mean, there's so much time in life to just be serious and focus on serious shit. Yeah. So why fucking. Spending time with your family. You, it's like all a good time to do it. When I go to my grandparents' house on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. Literally, all we do is we watch football. Yeah, because they love watching football. So it's an escape for. And so we all just sit there. And my yeah. grandma, she got into football and she was like fifty or sixty. Yeah. And so she would always print out at the start of the season every team's head coach and quarterback on this little piece of paper. Yeah. And then as they would change quarterbacks, she would cross the name out and write a new name down. Or if a coach got fired, she'd cross that off Damn. and write the. Okay, new- so the the sports interest is instilled in you from your family for sure. No. Huh? Uh. No. No. Like my dad was never like he played like racquetball and shit, but he wasn't into like football, baseball, and all that. My mom played basketball in college. I think it was only like a co-ed thing, but still, she sure. was like a basketball player back in the day. But it wasn't like a thing where like my family's like into sports. Yeah, your immediate family. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like none of them are really big sports people. Sure. But like my extended family. So your extended family sounds like they were big into sports. If you guys got together and that's what you guys did. Well, like if it was like, no, like for like when we go to the fair, there for Christmas. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Your extended family that you go visit during Christmas. Well, like yeah. You guys would watch sports together. That was like your thing. Only on my dad's side. On yeah. Dad's side. But then like my grandma on my mom's side, we just kind of sat around and just talk about life, like what's going on. Yeah. It's just chit chat. So it's yeah. not like a deep conversation. We're just yeah. kind of chit chat and dicking yeah. around and then. That was really it. All of my deep conversations that I have with my family is at like between the times of one in the morning and five in the morning. See, yeah, so, no, we're so, never awake then. Yeah, so during during like the event of gathering with my family, it's all games and and laughing and chit chatting. But then it, the people who like want to have these deep conversations, we all stay up late and then talk about the family. In a circle, I'm not kidding. We'll like get in a circle and talk about things until one of us is bawling. It's hilarious. Or like a lot of the times it'll be like one-on-one conversations that I find myself in at the end of the night with, you know, an uncle or an aunt. Or it'll be like uh, one-on-one conversations that just happen over the phone that I have with my family. You know, so it's not like, it's not like we're having deep conversations as a family. Well, yeah. It's not something that's established that we do. It's something that seems to have established with me and my family. Uh, like I, for some reason, I find myself in deep conversations often with a lot of people that I have relationships with. It's just something that I like to do. Yeah. Um, I, it sounds like it's something that like you would like. Is that what I wouldn't be opposed so? to it, but yeah. also it's kind of a thing where if they aren't, if they don't want to have them, yeah, then you don't. Then I'm not going to do it. Yeah, absolutely not. And so that's kind of where I'm at with my brother too. Where it's yeah. like, if he came to me one day, and we just started talking, like I wouldn't close off and be like, "Nah." Of course not. But like, 
as long as that's not the case, I'm not going to be the one to broach it because yeah. that's just kind of like. Unless it's bothering you, man. If it it's ain't. Something, okay, if it ain't bothering you, then big boy. Well, I just think it's kind of a thing where family is a very important thing. Yeah. But it, it's almost like family for my family. It's kind of like said without being said that it's important, I guess. Sure. To where it's like, it's important, but we all got shit going on. Mm -hmm. So like, we'll all be here. Like, we don't have any beef with each other, obviously. Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty healthy, actually. It's just, I mean, it's kind of just like, you know, without being said, you know. Yeah. We're just doing us sort of thing. Yeah, and then we like all get together and we're all related. So then we all hang out and then talk about what's going on with our days and our lives. But then it's like, not much more than that because it doesn't really need to be, need it to seems be. like. Well, then that sounds pretty healthy to me, man. Sounds pretty healthy. Because, yeah, I don't have any, like, I'm starting to talk more with my dad because I, I'm realizing now all the shit that he did for me and I was just ungrateful for it the whole yeah. time. And you want to let him know. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Which is hard to let him know. Yeah, isn't that a weird conversation? Now? Well, because it's just like you don't want to, you know. Jesus fucking four. Yeah, I was just going to say that. It looks like a Seven. taco commercial, yeah, bro. Uh, but yeah, it's, kind of, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. Because again, like with my dad, it's like, I know he's got shit going on now, a lot less now, thankfully, because yeah. he's kind of slowed down. He starts traveling more now. Like he's in fucking Spain at the moment. No shit. Cause he, uh, I didn't know that at cause all. his, uh, he has a buddy who is like a guru when it comes to like flyer miles and finding the cheapest, like he'll, sure. he'll go out and find a like flight deal like six months in advance. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well I got a, you know, hundred dollar ticket to Spain. I don't have anything else planned out though. But I got this ticket, or whatever. Yeah, for cheap. Yeah, so then he'll like he'll he'll buy up all the tickets, yeah. and then he'll be like, "All right, well, let's see if we can make this shit work." Yeah, plan something around it. That's yeah. dope. And so then he said, so "My dad's like, well, shit, I want to go." And then he's like, "All right, I'll just get another ticket." So then like he got, I forgot what the it was a fucking like four hundred bucks. Damn. And he it's a round trip flight round trip? to Damn. yeah to Spain. Yeah, that's so sick. And so he's in Spain right now because his birthday was uh in January. So yeah. the day after his birthday or two days after he got on a flight and went to Spain. So he's been there for a couple of weeks. Are you, you seem to be pretty good at putting yourself into other people's perspectives. I try to, cause yeah. I was really shit at it before. Are you? Well, it's just, you know, you don't have the life experience. No, you don't. And so I mean, you only, it's, it's very limited when you're what a, you can do by putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. It's very limited when you're, when, when you're a, I mean also, but when you're in middle school, in high school, you don't you're think not, about anybody else about other it. than yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you fuck, can't. I was only worried about, like, fucking the test I had in well, math bro. class. And you can't be beating yourself up for not being empathetic back then. Which I'm I hope not. you're not. Okay, good. I hope you're not, because you can't. You literally can. There's nothing you knew about it. Well, yeah, but it still just is like, you know. Yeah, but. It's like, fuck. You know? I ask is because, you know, this might help you have that kind of conversation with your father. Uh. Put yourself in issues. I mean, as as a father, wouldn't you want to hear those things? Well, that's what. Yeah, that's why I've started to do that more. That your that your son realizes that that you've done so much for him and gave up your entire life practically to raise you. You know, wouldn't that feel so good being a dad? To hear well, that? yeah, but I I I tend to have a way with words that I can make people cry. Like I know the specific phrasing things to make people cry, and I don't know if I want to see the big man cry. <laughs> Yeah. Because I don't have to make fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That sounds like a beautiful moment to me. And so, you can pull that off. And so, yeah, I don't know. Because 
Yeah. I mean, if it's something you want, dude, it sounds like you're on the right track and that you're going to have no problems actually doing that. If it's something you want, if it's something that's like not a big deal, big whoop, then whatever, man. But Well, yeah, but I don't want... I overthink a lot. Yeah. I spend most of my day overthinking. That's why I know, like... That's why everything I think, like every situation that happens, I'm always right because I've all, I thought of the situation. Multiple routes. Yes. Yes. So like, and that sounds pretty fucking cocky to say. It sounds cocky, but I'm in the but, same. But it's like a thing where like. I think constantly my mind's always going. Or if it's like, you know, oh, I knew this shit was going to go south. Yeah. I knew it was. Yeah. Because you thought of that route, but also like three other routes yeah. that could have gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One of those things. Yeah. So maybe not every situation. Obviously, no, there's a blindside every time, but yeah. you know, um. I know exactly what you're saying. It doesn't sound cocky. I understand it completely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, again, like my dad and I, we have a pretty good relationship. I'd say yeah, it's, sounds uh, like it. I also kind of just want to let him be him. Yeah. Cause he kind of has spent his entire, like ever since my brother and I popped out, yeah. it hasn't been all him. He's no. just been grinding his whole fucking life away to try and make dad. sure we don't fucking die yeah. and we have food on the table. So yeah, then he's like, dad. Yeah, and so then I'm like, well, fuck, dude, I'm not gonna go live your life. Man. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why I was like, uh, I called him on his birthday, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then I was just talking to him, and I was like, it was like ten minutes. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna keep you, because uh, I think he was doing something with his friends later that day. I'm like, well, you fucking get your shit done. Yeah, do you think? And uh, that's the same thing as with me and my dad. He's just another person now. Yeah, and I want to reiterate the time that I was telling you about you know i told my dad that we're you know we'll cross paths when we cross paths that was after i had that massive realization that uh you know all the stuff that my dad did to me or like did for me so like that conversation went that way i told him i was like like i understand how much you you know gave up for me and like how how much that you sacrificed to raise me and like literally walk you literally walk 10 miles a day rain snow shine just to be able to feed me the best that you could you yeah know? and like that's how that conversation went hey i ended up crying because you know i was like and i get that and you're married now and like you're starting a whole brand new life and so how i see it is i want you to go do your thing you know and i'll do my don't thing worry about we'll, me we'll cross paths when you cross paths uh it's like you done good you don't got to worry about me anymore you've done yeah, right. you, you did a good enough job to yeah, where right. you, you i i told him that too i was like i i like how i've turned out i feel like i'm well-rounded and i feel like you've done a great job granted i'm not very happy about how the last two years have gone and so that that is where i also come from when i tell you that i don't want to you know we'll cross paths when we cross paths you know so i had both emotions driving me to have that conversation whereas i was upset with him but i was also grateful for all the things that he did yeah yeah We've had more conversations about that since then. Yeah. And I think every time that I see him nowadays, it's become very easy for me to be like, uh, what up dog? Well, it's kind of like that, our relationship now, but it, it, uh, it's very easy for me to be like, thank you for like yeah. doing those things for me. Like that's something I've learned, you know, or like when we just talk about work and he'll like make a comment about, you know, like me being older, I'm like, well, that's your, yeah, you, that's you're doing, you yeah. did, did this for me. I'm a journeyman because you raised me the yeah, way you did. Yeah, right. I'm doing so. I reckon well you done good because of because of how you raised me. What are we hitting the fucking brakes for? I just try to maintain. Oh, that semi is getting. Oh yeah, that makes sense then. But uh, 
but yeah and then like you kind of when you get older you kind of realize the moments that you never really understood until they were gone so like my dad to this day even though it's fucking men's league baseball every like he wants my schedule every year so he can go to as many games as he wants to do because he just loves watching me play because Mm -hmm. he sees his son play his thing that he likes playing i don't know man i think i think sometimes we get confused about this is one of the things that I've realized later now is, and this is what we were just talking about. I, I think we get confused if we try putting ourselves in our, like our father's shoes. That's a lot of EMT. Yes, it is. Uh, putting ourselves in our father's shoes where it's like that same thing where I was like, you're, you got a new life and like, I want you to go live your life. But if you also think about it a little more deeply and think about he doesn't, they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that because <laughs> the products of their were, labor are now gone. Yeah, not that it's that's a pretty fucking shitty way to say massive it. Part yeah, part, of life. and then now you're taking yourself out of it. Yeah, because, and now there's a hole that because you're trying to be selfless. Yeah, now too, and so like you're trying to be as selfless as they were. Yeah, it's so so I've come to the realization it's not that we want to cross paths when we cross paths. It's it's that. We just need to change our roles in each other's lives. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to obviously be there like your son anymore. I'm going to be here like, like someone that you did a good job raising. And I want to do my best to like produce fruit out of Continue to make you proud. And like, let you know how that's going. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not a boastful person and I don't like to, you know, boast about yeah how well I'm doing in aspects of my oh, life. Oh yeah, but you really love talking about your fucking Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> I do love this truck a lot. But but like when it comes to like my dad or my mom, those are the people that I like to boast to because that also makes them feel good. And yeah. And uh that reali- like realization of like, no, it's not it's not go let them live their lives. I, that's not what they actually want. What they want is to like be a part of your life just in a different way now and figuring out that different way is hard and complicated and confusing letting the young and fly yeah because you also can't allow them to father you or parent you because i'm to an age where it's like i'm the only person who knows the right route for myself well yeah i i know the best decisions for me it's i can take other people's you know opinions into consideration but at the end of the day it is completely on me you know so you can't let them parent you anymore in the ways that they used to, you can take into consideration the opinions that they have and stuff. Nate Ryder. You're on the phone, Spell. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Fan fucking tastic. How we doing? Oh, pretty good. That's good. The road is wide open nowadays, ain't it? It's pretty oh, nice. Sure you guys are okay. Yeah, we are. Both of you. We, uh, we're podcasting at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so so we are deep into conversations. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Where are you guys at? Um here at aisle marker two forty four. Okay, let me find my next one and I will inform you as to our location. It's a pretty nifty setup there, Nate. I'm not gonna lie to yeah, you. Yeah, dude, this is actually tits as fuck. I'll send you a fucking video. <laughs> this thing's it's pretty tits. It's working really well actually. All right, all right. We're about to pump out an eight hour podcast. <laughs> Okay, here's the next mile mark coming up. We're 29 miles out of Kearney. We're at mile marker 299. Oh, gotcha. You said you were where? 244. 244. Man, you're a ways ahead. What's what's your current speed? Uh, 82. Oh, we're catching. Oh, we'll we'll catch up. (laughs) All right. Okay, we will have to stop for gas more frequently, obviously. 
What are you guys whipping in? Uh, Forester. It is a Forester? Okay, we will have to stop for gas more frequently, so we will be behind, I'm sure, because of that. Okay. Okay, sweet. All right, have fun. Yep, steady cruising from here on out, pal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh! There it is. Gandhi. I don't know, man. Straight back into family thing. Well, yeah, so, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of like, you know, because, like, my mom is, uh, she's dating this guy who lives in Michigan. Yeah, how's that going? She just started dating pretty... No, it's been, like, fucking three, four years. Okay. I want to say. I think it was before I moved to Lincoln. I thought it was within the last two. No, it was, like, three or four years now, I think. Okay. Um... But yeah, he lives in Michigan, so now uh, she's thinking about moving and all that. And she yeah. was asking me if like if I'm all right with that. I'm like, what? She's like, is that all right? I go, yeah, you do what the fuck you want to do, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. Well, I gotta still figure some stuff out. And I'm like, yeah, you go do what you want to do. And then, like my dad, like he wants to travel around all the time, and he thinks just dating and marriage now is just so stupid. He just Really? Like, whenever I said, like, when Marcus got married, he's like, oh, one of your friends got fucking married. Yeah, he's got what a taste a... in his mouth about it. <laughs> well, I think it's also kind of just like a, he, he definitely was more of a bachelor type type of guy. Sure. And then, you know, I think it was a thing where, uh, he, I think he, right, I never, I never talked to him about it, but I'm sure it was some sort of thing where it was like, at the start, it was all right. And then it kind of got to the point where it's like, man, I got to. You know, this isn't right for me. There's a lot of restrictions on what I can do, and he wants to do shit that he wants to do, sort of thing. Okay. And also, then I think there's a lot of weight off his shoulders now that he knows that both me and my brother are old enough now to where it's yeah. like he doesn't have to fucking worry about a whole lot. Okay. And there's not a whole lot of restrictions. So now it's like he can kind of do whatever the fuck he wants to do, and there's no. There, he can do anything he wants. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, if you're married, you can't really do what you want. Uh, you can. If you have a good marriage. Yes, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it doesn't but anyways, work out that way a lot of the time. Yes, especially now. But yeah, um, yeah. so now it's kind of getting to the point where now I'm like, my parents are, well, my mom was like asking, oh, is it all right? And, yeah, fucking you do what you want to do. Obviously, I'll still stay in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, like I think my college experience of moving to Lincoln, that was like my college experience. I didn't talk to my parents at all. Yeah. Because I was just in, in the environment of Lincoln, yep. Nebraska with all the hooligans and shenanigans that we were getting up to. So it was kind of a thing where I didn't talk to him for a while, but it was still like when I'd talk to like my mom or whatever, it'd be like an hour or two where I'm just like talking about all the stuff I'm doing and all the like, uh, like her view on some things were like, what does she think about certain stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And all that. So then whenever we'd have conversations, it'd be really good. Good. Uh, but yeah, then like with my dad, it'd just be like, oh, what you up to? And then I'd be like, uh, you just, it's going good. And I'd fill him in on a couple of things. And then you keep living, you dope, you yeah. know? Uh, and I know he's fucking enjoying himself traveling around. Yeah. He was like in Spain and I think he went to France. So he saw the Eiffel Tower. What up? And then he was in Spain and then he was in, I think he was in some other country too. Either way. He's just been fucking globe trotting as of late. Yeah, dude, your your relationship with your family sounds very healthy to me. Yeah, it's just much different than yours. Yeah, very much. Yeah, that's the thing. You're comparing it to mine. Well, yeah. well, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. comparing it to yours, not in a way of like. Yeah, out of comparison, a bad way. but yeah, just right. saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
like I I'm I'm very content with okay, good. where I'm at with my family life now. Uh, yeah, like with my brother though, like all my family is like, oh, one day you guys will. Uh, one day you guys will talk more and talk a lot. Maybe not a lot, but you guys will talk definitely talk more. With your brother, yeah, lot, yeah. And I don't think that's the case. Really? Yeah, I don't. And not that it's a bad thing. I, I don't think say, it depends on what you want. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely a thing where it's like we don't. It sounds bad, but it's like we don't need each other. Yeah, but not in a negative way. Yes. Yeah. It's like a thing where that's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like. If he ever called me or texted me, which I'm not one of his first people he would text or yeah, call. Probably not. Okay. But if he ever did, I would be there in a heartbeat. Of course you would be. But I think you're you're very family oriented just naturally on your own. Yes. It'll probably be very beneficial for you when it comes to starting your own family. Yeah. That's something you think you want to do. I'm sure at some point, yeah. but yeah. fuck. You know. I'm I not also, trying I'm not trying to lose all my money. I also <laughs> That's your dad coming through you. Oh, no. He, he's so proud of me whenever I say that shit. I'm sure he does. He's like, oh, you seeing a lady? And I go, no, I like my money. And he just starts laughing. He goes, that a boy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like from what I know of you, you, you need a sweetheart eventually and kind of do that stuff for yourself. I don't know. You, you are a lot like me in the sense that I think that uh, you think a lot, which makes you more philosophically minded than a lot of other people. I mean, every time you and I get into a deep conversation, usually what we talk about is the struggles of life, you know, and navigating through that. Uh, when we get into conversations about that, that's when I get a little glimpse at, at your philosophical mind. And so I think for you, you like deep conversations. I don't know for you in comparison to me, like for me, I was telling you this, that conversation that you and I had about life right before my journeyman's exam uh, was actually what I think helped me pass that exam because I was not in a great spot. Uh, I don't and, think it, but, it, it, where I'm going with this is deep converse, conversations for me are like a reset or they give me energy. Like when I have deep, really good, deep conversations about life, it, it literally provides me with energy, with a boost. And that's something that's super meaningful uh, because that's, that just shows me that like, that is something that I need to have a lot of in life. If I want to live a good life is deep conversations. Now, I don't know if it's the same way for you. If you get, if you get, uh, energy or a boost or like you find deep conversations as meaningful, but I feel like possibly that kind of, you like to have deep conversations. I don't know. I, I like would say it depends definitely on the situation. I don't sure. Like just having a deep conversation all the time. Yeah. It isn't the same effect on me as like if I need one and I get it. Sure. Or like, yeah. or I need one and I have one. Yeah. Then it definitely hits a lot more than like, because obviously sure. you can That's do a deep conversation all the fucking time. Yeah. But then it's almost like you're just lessening the effects of a really, really, really good one. Good one. When, when it's needed. Yes. I understand what you're saying. So like when I had that Not saying that coming up and I, I needed something in my life to, to help me get through where I was at to be able to pass that exam, that one slapped. That yeah. deep conversation you and I had slapped and it felt good and it provided me with energy enough to, you know, get through where I was at to pass my exam. For me, like I found that I need like one deep conversation a week Honestly, it's kind of crazy. 
that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast because for me, like it's like almost intrinsic to to live the life that I want is to have a deep conversation. Usually once a week uh, is is my butter zone. I have to have some sort of deep conversation with someone that I care about, or or even just a deep conversation with someone that I just met. It, it provides me with such energy. I don't understand it. I don't know why. It's just what I've observed about myself well it probably just brings you back to more being human yeah i don't know i really enjoy connection and i think that's probably what it is yeah exactly i think all in a world where it's much connection. harder to connect with people yeah right uh you get the satisfaction of knowing that you just connected with somebody yeah, I mean, even if it's I as like. meaningless as like an interaction where you just met somebody at a bar and had a nice deep conversation yeah with or something. dude which is wild because that happens with me a lot but at least it's just something that i do but yeah at least you you know, you feel like you've connected with somebody, which you're very big on connections with people and yeah, things. That's what I like, yeah, I found that out about myself. Now, I don't know if that's the same. Obviously, it's not the same way for everyone. You know, I, we're all so very different. You know, so I guess I've, I've thought I've observed that a little bit in you, probably not to the extent that I am, but I feel like you have that a little bit. I think I, think I do enjoy a nice deep conversation every now and again, and it's yeah. nice to have them. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, like I said, I I'm more of a I'm more of a like we're just dicking around and yeah. then it goes into that fucking like deep hitter mm. and then all the cards get put on the table cuz you already were doing the dicking around before. Sure. Like we were dicking we were just sitting there talking around your truck. Yeah, right. And then it got into the deep conversation. Yeah. Those are well, the good ones for me. That's exactly Whereas what I'm talking I, about. That's what I mean when I say deep conversation. Well, yeah. You can't force a deep conversation ever. Well, yeah, I, I just mean like, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, like when you go to the bars, you always find some random fucking person who you, you just have this deep conversation it's with. It's not even me finding those people. I, okay, they well, you, okay. Me. Yeah, okay. I swear okay. to God, how it happens. But like, I don't really, uh, care for those as much because i know they won't have a deep impact on me because it, you're, you know it's we're like two ships passing in the night it's like yeah. you know for this one moment i know who you are but tomorrow morning or like a week from now yeah i think you're probably not going to reach anything pro i'm not going to reach anything profound off you and i'm not saying i need to get something out of you yeah yeah because yeah. obviously you've seen me when i just fucking if i hit my right stride i'll talk to fucking anybody for an hour and yeah. a half oh yeah but, a lot of times when you do that, it's just goofing off. Well, yeah. Jokes, making people laugh. Well, I mean, that's just how I found to connect with people with me. Yeah. Is I, I find that uh, me being somewhat funny sometimes. You're pretty fucking funny. Is, uh, is my way of connecting with sure. people. And yeah. uh, because I think, and I did some thinking about this the other day. I think the reason why that is, is because I realize how shitty the world is. And I don't want a interaction with me to be one of those things. Uh, so if I can make you laugh, yeah, then at least the only if even if it's the only interaction that you've got with me, yeah, it isn't a bad one. Yeah, at least one. I made you laugh, or yeah, at right. least I tried to make you laugh, and maybe you thought that. I was stupid. Yeah, I love that. But then you know, at least I'm not a reason why you had a bad day. Yeah, because right. I was the fucking so dickhead who realization yeah wasn't good for you or something. That's why, like, whenever I meet any new people, I try and fucking see what they're talking about and i try and get a fucking joke off as fast as i can yeah offer just to set the tone where it's like hey dude you yeah, know yeah. i'm just here to dick around sure but you know i love that i think that's fucking beautiful man i think that's absolutely beautiful and if 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 that's what uh you're after and that's who you want to be the character you want to live in this life fuck yes 
Everyone needs that guy. Well, that's what I try to be sometimes, which is why I think I beat myself up if I get too uh, emotional. Okay. Not emotional, but just like uh, if I start beating myself up over being being myself or like, not, no, that's not it. It's like, uh, it's hard to describe. Yeah, absolutely. It's like uh, when I'm not that guy. Yo, yeah. I, I beat exactly myself up all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, you fucking piece of shit, you know? Yeah, like. Like, why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you being that guy? Yeah, you know, right. now you're just bringing everybody down. Because now I was supposed, I'm usually like the the jump starter. Yeah. Or for the like a. Guy. Yeah. And now you're not that guy. And everybody's like, okay, well, now something's up. Yeah. And now it's just like, okay, well, now it's all on me. Right. It, that sort of thing. Yeah. Which is, is why, which yeah. is why it sucks. When, Being that guy. Yeah. Yes. Because you always have to be that guy. Yeah. At least you view it that way, which you don't, but you do not. Yeah, but it's sometimes. It's so unhealthy to, to think that way. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that, I mean, I've had that realization where it's like, that's, it's not sustainable, man. It's really not to, to have that persona that you have to maintain. Oh, absolutely. You have to be genuine. Genuinity is, I don't know if that's a word, but being genuine is, is is the goal for me at least uh, to be genuine and so that means if i'm in a fucking shit mood in a sad mood i'm gonna tell you that right away and i'm gonna fucking be that way because that is how i am right now for me the reason why why i'm comfortable with doing that uh i had the realization that that uh people struggle with having keeping up that persona and so if you can if you can be a person who can be genuine when you're sad, when you're happy, when you're excited, when you're upset. That shows other people that that is okay to be that way. You don't have to maintain that persona, man. You do not have to do that because everyone else is struggling with maintaining their persona. So be genuine and, and show people that that is all right. I think that is a, a honorable pathway. So that's what I aim for. Which is what I'm also trying to get I at as so. well. Yeah, but I think so. Again, I still just like, you know. It's a thing where it's like, I'll figure it out on yeah. my own sort yeah, of thing. But it's like there's nothing I can say that well, yeah, and it's like come about but, but still it's like I'll figure it out on my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna try and fucking just sit there and be a just lump, you know, just a sad sack. Yeah. Just sitting around just being a mopey son of a bitch. And then everybody's like, Oh, well, this is kind of Wow. Uh what's what's Steen doing? You know? Like normally I'd be like, you know, bumping jokes everywhere as, as much as I can or yeah. trying to make people laugh. Yeah. But the moment I'm not doing that, it's like, you know. Then everyone's got questions for you. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, ah fuck. I don't want to talk about that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I love talking about that kind of shit. I know you do. <laughs> yeah, I know I you do. I don't because life's way too serious it. as it is. Yeah, I know, but but you also have to accept that seriousness, man. You have to. I understand that. Otherwise, but... you're going to just cause suffering that is unnecessary because now you're suffering about wanting to be a happy-go-lucky person when that's just not how Oh, no, it I've, is. I've been long past accepted. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I'm no, a very right. fucking, no, I'm not the happy-go-lucky guy. No. I'm not either. I well, I, I was, man. I get upset that I'm not, and I, I struggle with the same exact thing. You know, I want to, like, show up to, like, a gathering, just, like, the most charismatic, most happy, like, uplifting fucking dude. But I'm not that way. I'm just not that way. I'm, I, my, my personality is very serious. 
which I had a hard time accepting that. I still struggle with it. But I am a, I'm a serious dude. I, what I find meaningful and uh, uh, beneficial to my life is having deep, serious conversations about struggles in life, which sucks. Literally, I had that realization talk. Well, I had that re-realization. I've realized this before, but it's hard to remember that because you get caught up in life and you get caught up in the things that you want and that persona. And I've, I had this real, re-realization with you one time. And it fucking sucks, man. It fucking sucks. Uh, when was that? Was what? When was that? I don't remember. I just remember, I want to say it was the same conversation that we had before my journeyman's test. And I was like, God damn it, dude, it fucking sucks that that is like the, the thing that I have to be like, you know, fucking sucks that that is how I am because like, I have to, Oh, that that serious dude that like, that is what it was because you were freaking the fuck out about this test and you were like trying to do all this shit being all serious. I'm like, why? And I was just like, because that's how I am. Yeah. How I am. And I, I, I don't like it. You know, at times it, I do like it, you know, but at times it's like, fuck, I don't want to be this way all the time, you know, and you won't be that way all the time if you provide that outlet for it. That's what this podcast is for me. I want to have these deep conversations, you know, so that way I can get it out and keep going on with my life because I also am that happy, go lucky, uplifting dude when, when I can be, when I am, you know, so it's like, I need that outlet. And that's what this these conversations provide for me they provide that outlet for me to get my seriousness out for me to get my i hate using the word profundity but my profundity out my all that the deep stuff about life i get that out and then that allows me to be the happy-go-lucky person that i want to be but you cannot do one without the other you have to have both for me at least yeah it's so true and it sucks and it's a fine balance and it's actually going to end up being something beautiful in the long run and i know that but but it's both, man. You have to you have to accept all of it and provide the provide both sides that you have with their outlook. You have to. Well, we're both. I mean, I would say that we're both serious when we need to be, yes. and we're not when we don't need to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I don't think that's as massive of an issue. Truly, really, yeah. as we're fine as we think it is. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, again, like, right. like with me, like. Because, again, when, it, when it's time to be serious and have a good conversation about what the fuck's going on, yeah. we're both very capable of doing that. Yeah, and we're not, like, blind to the fact of uh, all the emotional baggage that's going on. Mm-hmm. We're not blind to it or blinding ourselves from it. No. But, again, when it's time to, when we're sitting around fucking shooting shit with a group of people. Yeah, we do pretty well at both. And, and so it's like, you know. The reason why I joke around all the time is because I want to have everybody be included around in the conversation or whatever. So like that's why if anything's going on, my mind's constantly racing around about how I can turn it into something funny. Yeah. Just so I can like have everybody laugh and be a part of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know because I know when I was a kid, there were certain points where it was like I was not a part of that shit. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. And so then like, you know, if we're sitting around a table or whatever. I'm trying to get everybody to fucking laugh. Yeah. And Include be everyone. Yeah. And be every, make someone it. who's sitting there kind of moby, try to like yeah. pick at them or pick something funny that uh, brings them into the conversation. Well, cause it doesn't take that. much. No, it doesn't. 
and so that but then it makes somebody's day maybe and so that's yeah. why i try to do that as much as much as i can but it's get, it gets pretty difficult some days yeah but, i think i think we're both we're on good paths man i think so i'd hope so it's but who just, the fuck knows we talked about this a long time ago like a the good path seems to be the hardest path well yeah it tends to be with yeah. everything yeah because you, it's it's finding balance it's well if it all came easy then everyone would do it exactly and then it wouldn't well, be I mean, it's anything that's special to go down a hard path or uh, like a bad path because that's why a lot of people do it yeah i mean you can go down you know fucking if i wanted to i could just go start smoking fucking crack and go down have a and great end fucking up in time a, in a ditch and yeah. have a great time i could smoke crack until the day i die if i wanted to and it'd be fucking so much fucking i mean fun. i know there's a lot of crack around here if you want to buy some yeah exactly right I mean, it, that's the way it seems. That's the way, like, I love philosophy and old philosophers and stuff like that. That's what they seem to have noticed about life, too. It's, it's easy to go down a bad path, and that's why the, the good path is so fucking hard to go down. And so, I mean, yeah, we're going to have these struggles throughout the whole thing, but I think because we're having those struggles, that's a good sign. I, I will say... It's I, hard to remember that all of the time. It's so hard, man. I struggle. I will so say, bad. I do think... And again, this is kind of switching gears here, I guess, but it's kind of a segue, I guess. Yeah. I think that uh, the reason why a lot of people struggle with uh, a lot of things which lead them more to a, a bad path is because of the accessibility to seeing all the bad shit. Yeah. And it kind of, I think that people without it would be more prone to maybe being able to get through it. Mm. But with the onslaught of bad shit, it ruins people. So, like, imagine how many people we lost in during COVID, not because of the virus, but because of just being alone Yeah, for that little bit. Yep. And then they go to drugs or they just end their pain. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, cause I, but the internet is still there. So you look up how there's this fucking virus that's killing all these people on the internet. That's all we heard about. Yeah. And then like, you know, I think there's so many people, that I think everybody really is kind of just literally balancing, falling off. And some people are more prone to being like, you know, staying true. But I think there's a lot of people who are very just on the edge of just yeah, in the middle that are leaning, like just hanging on by a thread yeah. of falling off. And the there's a one the time I feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna but then I think, I think with the, uh, with a lot of people, I think with the internet nowadays, it kind of just, it amplifies it. That's yeah. why we're in such a big struggle. And it hits you, and it hits well, you so much. The problem with that is, so humans, we have a negativity bias because of our evolution, the way that, that we had to survive uh, throughout our evolution was paying attention more to the negative things. It's a, it's a, that's a very well-known fact that we have a negativity bias, that our brain literally, it's easier to pay attention to the negative things because that is how we survive throughout our, our evolution. I've said this before. Well, that's yeah. how you survive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You had to know that there's a scary fucking rustling in that bush because that is how you would survive if there's a fucking jaguar in that fucking bush. So you paid more attention to the negative things, and that is how we've gone through evolution. So we still have this hangover of this negativity bias, and the reason why the internet's so bad for it is because these uh media companies and these corporations oh, yeah, dramatizes all the bad these shit things. and doesn't say anything they good. know these things that we have this negativity bias and so the attention the clicks is it's easier to get those things when you push out negativity you know because that's 
what we pay attention to the most because that's how our evolution went. Well, that's that why is one of the, that is one of the issues that we were having. I think it is a hangover from our evolution. And eventually, if we pay attention to it and we realize it and have an understanding of why we are that way, we can overcome that. Or we need to fucking have conversations in the realm of social media and the internet about how that is immoral to to take advantage of that biological system that we have to do things like gain attention to your platform uh, to gather money, to, to be greedy. I, I mean, it, 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 those are two routes out of this mess that we are in with fucking where we're at. I would like to think that people were good enough to where uh, that change was a, a good, like a feasible possibility. Yeah. I'm honestly to the point now where I don't think that's the case. And I think that anything anything related to technology and us is always going to be something secondary. Like, there's going to be a, just something in, that greed usually has a hand in that's going to yeah, fuck people over. Greed is old as humans, man. Well, again, like, people, people love having power yeah. and money <laughs> over people. And so that will always be a thing. That is the thing that has gone just as far back as our negativity bias, yep. you know? So, I mean, yes. I, so, I think the correct route is, I think the correct route, well, I don't know. I because, think, in my opinion, I believe that the the more I notice how, like, addicted to my phone I can be, it really knowing. just ruins me. Because I'm just sitting there, I'm like, you, you're just stuck in this thing that you're getting nothing out of. Yeah, and then you're just sitting there, and I think there's a lot of people who don't realize that, and they're yeah. just spiraling out of control. And then, mm-hmm. like I was saying, you have all this negative shit going on, and then, you know, the correct correct route out of this mess that we feel like we are in right now is at the individual level, man. It we have to, but that'll to, never as work. Individuals realize, you know, fucking what these things are doing to our lives, and make conscious decisions to pull yourself out of it i mean that's the only route forward i mean but yeah we could have conversations with the media companies and like try to instantiate some some laws put some laws into place about about it that won't work i promise you well the thing is evolution is is too slow for us to get over our negativity bias if we want an immediate fix it's it's the individual realizing hey like i just wasted four hours on fucking tiktok and I could have been doing something way better with it. What did I gain out of that? You know, and then I understand because fucking I don't do much media. I really don't. I mean, I catch myself, you know, sitting on the toilet, you know, scrolling through media every now and again. I've overcome that by like playing a game of chess, sitting on the toilet, you know, by realizing that I had that that is an issue and I it wasn't it gaining me anything in life. You know, so that's that's the correct route forward through that. And having conversations like this uh, with people is also part of that. But again, I just. I just don't know how you get out of it, like because when we were growing up, we were like the first real generation that when we grew up, phones and electronics and access accessibility to Internet and all that was just at your fingertips. Yeah. And so now it's like impossible for some people to get off of their phones and like to get out of that mental space and get out of that. Sure. And so now kids like, cause 
I remember when I first saw an iPhone for the first time and all I wanted to do was touch that fucking thing. Yeah, dude. It's it's very bizarre. This is so wild to me how easily uh children like my sister's kids. Oh no, they watch the they watch parents stick around on them and they can't even that, man. You give them a tablet, they'll figure that shit out on their own. Oh, yeah. They're so fucking smart. But I mean, it's probably because the interfaces between that, I mean, these phones and iPads and tablets they all have are very user friendly. I mean, I'm not very tech savvy and I can figure it out. Hand that to a fucking. Well, again, that's. Hand that to a four year old. They'll figure some shit out on that. That's really a greed quickly. thing. It's so for me. bizarre. That's a greed thing for me. What's like that? companies are, you make it so accessible to kids that you, because you want to get them hooked. So that way you get more money that way. I don't know. Uh, I'm a very. I'm a very cynical person I when know, it comes I to know, greed. I know, I know. Because well, I just, it, I just. You're very cynical when it comes to this whole technology thing. Well, it, it, I just. There's, there's both sides to it, man. There's I understand it. It has positive helped a lot benefit. of things and it's helped a lot of people. Yeah. But really, do the does the good outweigh the bad in the situation? Not I don't as know. As of right now, I don't think. You know, especially in these early years of this. I mean, this shit is brand fucking it new. Is. It's brand new. We do not know what we're doing, but I think we're rapidly discovering the negative effects and bringing them to light and talking about them more and more, you know? So right now, no, I don't think that the negative um, overweighs it, but I think with, uh, with paying attention and more research and, and, and looking into these negative effects and getting a better understanding of how this technology is affecting us in time, in time. So you're saying it's gonna be like cigarettes. Yeah, same thing, man. The same, yeah, exact same thing. It's but just, people still smoke cigarettes. Addictive. Oh yes, you'll have the same thing. But I mean, I mean, how many people do we see in our lives smoking cigarettes and not knowing that they're bad for them, right? Same thing with phones. The same thing with phones. I mean, but we're just talking about how a lot of people don't even realize it, you know. And in the beginning stages of cigarettes, I mean, how long did it take for us to get where we were with the cigarettes in the fifties? You know, literally doctors would prescribe cigarettes and nicotine to people because they thought they were a good thing, right? Well, I mean, the nicotine part's correct, but not the Yeah, the nicotine shit. part is correct. You know, I do, I do like my nicotine and it is something that I will never give up. It's the form in which it's delivered, yes. But, but uh, so, I mean, it's hard to compare the two. You can compare the two in the fact that they're addictive. And at the beginning stages of like smoking cigarettes, we didn't understand the negative effects. But now we do. And there has been a large drop of people who smoke cigarettes. It's not a cool thing to smoke cigarettes anymore. But like, what? But what? Socially, it's literally not that it, it's not accepted. But as, what's as scary is that that's never going to happen with phones and technology when it comes to that shit. It's Why everything's that? everything is transferring digitally, like everything. Like how many kids? I mean, fuck, I was one of them. Like how many kids communicate to a lot of people over? just text or xbox and all that now i will say like i've had plenty of experiences on people with people from xbox i've never met in life real life but i've had some pretty great moments with them yeah and i'll remember them always but yeah, i've never met them a, one of the so there's a positive aspects. there yeah there's a positive but how many other hours have i just sunk doing like being on my phone or on xbox or something like that a lot countless probably. yeah a lot yeah yeah and yeah. so and, I don't, well and then and i understand your pessimism on it because like the, the kids that are coming up right now, there are fucking test subjects, bro. You know, yeah, with me, it's a little different because I grew up in a small town and my dad wasn't huge on tech, you know? So, like, I was able to see this from both sides from a very young age. Uh, but, like, a lot of kids our age that were 
and tech came about, you know, 2006 is when the first iPhone came out, right? Something like that, you know, so it came about yeah. in our lifetime, you know, so a lot of kids our age don't remember life without the internet or without, you know, phones, like how we have phones now. A lot of kids don't remember that. So literally kids from our age and down through the next generation, they're the test subjects, but they're the ones that we're, we're going to have to pay attention to, to see the negative effects. So yeah, there's going to be some fucking shit, some bad shit that is going to come out of this next generation or so. So you were saying, so you're saying the cigarettes were, well, now they're socially unacceptable. Like it's kind of more frowned upon. Whereas back in, like back in the day, it was everybody did it, but now it's like, uh, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Like, but, but that's never going to be the. I don't think that'll ever be the viewpoint on technology because of the way we're shifting our entire society around it. I mean, we're never social. Like, I guess you could say tobacco trade and fucking everybody smoke cigarettes. Yeah. But like the way that like all, all facets of life are now being trying to be streamlined into technology and in a virtual space. Now, obviously, not everything will be able to be like done that way. But the more that happens, you lose out on a lot more interactions that I think are uh, more fruitful because they're more like personal and in person. I don't know how to describe it that way. I I'm kind of rambling when it comes no, to that. But yeah. it's kind of a thing where for, like our society is centered around tech and the Internet it, and using being them built upon it. Yes, yes yeah. which I don't think like we're building it upon something where I think could it be good? Sure. And it has a lot of good things, <laughs> but also could it be extremely bad? Now we've built our entire society off of this shit. Then what happens when, and when it comes to like being like a cigarette where it's like, Oh, this is pretty fucking bad for us. The, the change there is you just don't smoke cigarettes and you fucking tell everybody how bad it is. And people quit smoking cigarettes, but like, you can't not use the internet. If you're in a business setting, you no, have to send emails. It's very beneficial that way. It's it's that, much that's, quicker. That's a benefit. Sure. So why why would we give that part up? No, it's it's a it's, you can explain it the same way that I explain my relationship with nicotine. My relationship with nicotine is I like the benefits, the cognitive benefits that come out of nicotine. Uh, cigarettes is not the form to smoke it, so that's the part that you have to give up. You have to give up the part that is not good. You know, so it, with the with the internet and with uh this rapid growth in technology i think there are so many benefits to to this technology the, which the there is i agree with that rapidity uh, how rapid we can communicate the distances at which we can communicate uh stuff like that that's all the benefits benefit sides the the way that we get rid of the negative sides is just by conversations like this eventually it won't be socially acceptable uh to spend four hours a day in your bed by yourself uh fucking scrolling through tiktoks because of conversations like this where it's like that is not good for you man well but those you conversations know? are already out there exactly but it doesn't ha it doesn't change anything tiktok is still the most downloaded app on i would not say that Apple. i mean how long when you first got tiktok did you how long for you to realize you were wasting time on tiktok watching tiktok or do you still oh no i still have it deleted Huh? I deleted it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, you deleted it. Yes, obviously. But yeah. there, how many fucking kids can't? How many kids won't? How many people will? Like, how many, like, the, the addictiveness 
of the internet is so it's addictive because there's so much shit that you can stumble your way into absolutely it's so much fun yeah to blast the dopamine from it is fucking incredible but is that one second yeah, yeah. hold that thought yeah hi pay are you getting where you're getting getting where we're getting for sure after okay. after like seward and closer to like uh york the roads really uh-huh. really opened up okay yeah. Are good. yeah everything's dry out here and the roads are just fine so Okay. We are currently podcasting, so you're on the podcast right now. Oh. <laughs> I have my I have my podcast equipment set up in the taco. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's a cool gig. Well, make sure you were safe. Yep, safe and sound, on our way, looking to get there around 6 o'clock. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay, I love you. I love you, too. I'll let you know when we're there. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh. Um, but I, I I understand. I just feel like the, we're losing out on the human interaction portion of life, which I think is much more fruitful than the internet, which granted, maybe I'm just an old man now where, because I, I, I do, uh, like, and like I was saying on Xbox, I have plenty of people that I've had, like, I've played games with for years at a time. And I've never met them in person. I wouldn't have met, would not have met them other, otherwise. Yeah. And I've had plenty of good experiences with them. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, if I if I weigh the impact that I had with them, not seeing them in person, but still interacting with them, for me, which I guess maybe it's just a personal thing, which opinion, duh. But for me, like personal interaction, face to face, doing shit in person, it's much way better it's way better oh, and so yeah. then that's what i'm scared of By is that we're going to transfer away from that into just and obviously it's never going to be a strictly oh now we're done with uh face-to-face communication obviously that'll never go away I don't think so. but i think the further away we stray from that the more the 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 worse off we're going to be which is why i'm so uneasy about the way that things are going is because it seems like that's the goal of a lot of greedy people and a lot of shitty people is they want to funnel us. This sounds so fucking like conspiracy yeah, theorist, yep. but like it just seems to me like the further we, the further we go away from person to person interaction in like face to face, cause yeah. you get such a different, you get all experience. It, yeah. Our body is set up to, to like pick up like, it's a much more human thing oh yeah we get way more and i think the further away we get from that it scares me and maybe that's why i have so why i'm so cynical about it yeah that is the terrifying route that it could go and that's why i'm not a fan of it now obviously i'd be stupid scrap the whole fucking thing for that i'm not saying we scrap the whole thing but i'm saying don't build everything socially because i i don't know i just think it's a thing where i just I don't want our society built upon no, I'm not saying like go back to where we have to go take checks to the bank to get a deposit or whatever. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is that, but now I do. What? I didn't know. I thought you were trying to. Oh, no, I'm not saying go back to the forties. Yeah. No, what I'm, maybe that's how it made it sound. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is like the further we get away from like being human for me, Mm -hmm. 
is just such a shit route. And maybe that's just my opinion on the whole thing. Yeah. But I just think that's no, I think that's that's the further we the that. further we get away from being yeah. human, which I think a byproduct of being so enthralled and in touch and intertwined with the internet, it pulls us further away from being a human. That's a badass that's truck. A sick truck. But uh that no, that's completely. that's what I'm trying to say yes, is no, I I just think that I completely agree yeah. with you. I just think uh that that is obviously the bad route that this could go. Um and that is not the route that we want it to go. And I, I really don't. I think, think it's the way some people want it to go. You think so? I, be, I, I truly believe so. And I'm not trying to sound like fucking Alex Jones here and be like, oh, they're trying to fucking the globalist elite. No, I'm not right. saying that. What I'm saying, like, I, I do think that it, there are benefits for some people and some businesses where they really, really like they're obviously like that's why like facebook and that's why youtube gives you a recommended thing they want you on their platform as long as possible because they get the most money sure and that's why like twitter it's so like flashy and bright and they try and throw this recommended shit at you because they want you on their site as long as possible so they get the most money yeah of course and so that's obviously for me like that's pulling you away from being more human because now you're just sucked in your phone yeah and they're benefiting greatly from it and i'm not saying that's their only mission no. is to grind no. money yeah. but when your that's goal, what doing. yeah, completely. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, I don't know if the I'm saying social... it. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly no, here, but well, I understand where what you're saying completely. Now that you explained it that way, and I think I think other people will too. Where it's like that's that, yeah, it's like a when but you yeah, have somebody has where... something to gain from people not being. Uh, fuck. It, this it, yeah. This is where the the route that I was talking about, where it's an individual uh thing that. The, the best route through is the individual thing. So, so it is very easy to take the pessimistic seat uh, when it comes to technology growing like it is in the route that it's going because that's our negativity bias. So it is easier to view things from that way. Now, I think what I've learned in life, the best way to, to navigate through something tricky is to know the negatives, right? So what you do, I mean, and so do I, and I completely agree with you, and that is the negative side. The, the best way to navigate through it is to know the negative side, realize the negative side, see that, right? Which we can do pretty easily, but then find the beneficial side and pursue that and pursue that. Know the negative side's there, know it's there, but do not allow it to affect you because that's, that's a problem. If, 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 this, if this view that you have on technology is like really affecting you in a manner where it is like making you depressed about life and bringing you down about life, it is time to it is time to look at the positive side, know the negative sides there, but then pursue the benefits, pursue the positive sides, and scrap the negative sides and avoid the negative side. I mean that that and that's the thing that you have to do as an individual if we want to make the 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 route become beneficial, is to fucking know that the negative sides there. Use that as a as a motivation to stay away from it. To not let it go down that route for your personal life. Do not allow it to affect you. Uh, and, uh, and look at the benefit side and then pursue that. Use that to drive you in the way that you interact with technology. And that, that's, I mean, for me, that's what I try to do. Like, I try to use my phone as a tool because that is how I view technology. I view the beneficial side of technology is that it is a very useful tool that we can use to better life. So for me, I use my, my phone as a calendar. I use it as notes. I use it as communication with people that are not around me that are important to me. Other than that, oh, well, I also like, 
like what I was talking about, like I found myself wasting time, you know, on the, on the shitter fucking scrolling through TikTok or scrolling through Instagram. Now I'm like, I can use this in a, in a more beneficial way by like learning how to play chess or like playing a game of pitch, something that, that I enjoy that I can pass the time with me sitting on the pot, you know, and being aware that I could waste my time two hours before bed scrolling through Facebook, or I could use this as the beneficial side and set up my calendar or like take the notes or like, like the technology that, that little pamphlet thing that I just bought that yeah feels like paper. It's a tablet that feels like paper. I'll spend an hour or two, you know, writing down thoughts on that, you know, that using viewing technology as a tool, as an individual is the route that we have to go. If we want to save the fucking world from, from being coming disconnected from being a human, but my, so I, I get what you're saying, yeah, okay. but also for like our generation in my eyes, is like the last one where we know both sides of the thing. Now, bar yeah, we barely, barely remember it. Barely. But, but also, though, when even when we understood what was going on, it wasn't as prevalent. Yes, but now for every kid, I, I bet there are like, I mean, what's the percentage of like eight-year-olds that have iPhones? Because their parents want to know where they're at. It's probably like and always have co constant communication. I bet you if you increase the age to like 12, I would bet you it's a higher number, like 70% of 12-year-olds in our society in, in the United States have an iPhone or a smartphone. Yeah. I would bet you it's something like that. But that's, and so, but that's like also, I think, I mean, granted, I, mean, I think like it, it's becoming almost that's all they know. So then not that that's a horrible thing. I guess, I guess my, I guess my bone to pick isn't with technology as a whole. Yeah. Cause then I would just sound stupid. Yeah. But what I, my biggest gripe is the dependency on it. Uh, I'm not against using it. Right. But being solely well, dependent on using it to live your daily life is not good. That's no, what I, which obviously is a fucking not. stupid thing to argue about. Cause it's really not an arguable. Th I guess. It could, I don't well, know. no, it's just that that's like what it is. You're just pointing it out. I mean, we're not arguing. You're just pointing it out. And I mean, so that's that's, what it is. that's my that's... biggest worry is like right. the the generations now will forever be entwined with, uh, you know, constant See, use of the internet. And... and that's where that's where we differ right there is because I think yes, this next generation that we have, and maybe the next two to three, like we will have struggles. We will we will have a lot of negative come out of this because it is brand new and we're still trying to learn it out, learn about it, feel it out. But I think that humans are very um, we're resilient as fuck. Okay, so we can have a lot of negative things happen to us, but we're also very curious, and so we we will be curious. There will be people who are curious about these effects and then research them. And I think that's actually happening really it, quick. Well, it is. Yeah, it's happening really quick. So I think we may be able to, to reduce it down to maybe one or two generations that are going to have massive struggles because of technology. And then we will we will get a better understanding. I'm, when I'm saying this, I mean mostly social medias. I mean, well, I think you do too. I think you mean mostly social well, media. That, that's the one that is causing the biggest negative effect that we're seeing. You but, know? But, and also for me, it's like, there's also other things that you really don't notice, but with the, like, I don't know dick about like street signs. Like if you tell me 
go to fucking 82nd and whatever other street. I'm like dependent on my, if my phone isn't there, I'm lost. Sure. Whereas back in the day, there's a map. You just knew. Everyone had to know that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's not. And it's like, you know, like I know my mom and dad's phone number. Yeah. Cause like it was ingrained in my fucking head before I had a phone. Now you don't have to remember. Now I don't know. Phone. I don't know your fucking number. Yeah. If I lost my phone right now, I would okay. have to find you. Yeah. And get your number back. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, I understand, you know, when you break it down, we're losing, like that. we're losing some, uh, things where it's so much harder to get away from the addiction of or the dependency of your technology yeah or like but so i mean obviously but obviously is it very convenient to not have to remember all that sure yes and that's actually going to be a benefit in the long run because that provides us more uh, capacity in our mind and our memory to do more better important things if you see that if you can see that and be like hey i don't have to remember forty thousand fucking uh phone number so i have more space in my mind to be able to do something maybe better than remembering phone numbers you know that's the but how many people side. use it for good though that's the thing that we have to talk about that's the thing that we have to focus on that's the thing that we have to pursue that's what i'm talking about when i say see the benefit of it find the benefits of it and then pursue that that's what i'm talking about it it could be a very good benefit to not have to remember people's phone numbers and, and be able, the only negative side about not having to remember people's phone numbers, if it all of a sudden went away. Yes. If you didn't have it, you know, which is a possibility. This, it is a possibility, but the more and more that we're getting into it, I think that it is unlikely for technology just to be wiped off the face of the planet. I don't, I don't think it's, it's that big of a possibility anymore. I used to think like that. I used to be terrified of like what would happen if just all of this i mean it i mean it is still possible it is still possible that just like shit could go fucking haywire and we lose all of it yes but i think we have bigger problems than not being able to call each other if we get to a point where we lose that capability you know so i don't think that's the correct correct frame to to look into it at yeah i don't know i i just i think that is my main thing. If I'm whittling it all down, mm-hmm. I think it really all kind of just comes down to like, I just don't want there to be arrogancy when it comes to this can't go. This can't stop. This yeah. can't cease to exist. Cause once you get that, yep. then you lose everything. And then it's like, well, I don't know how to fucking start a fire. And then everybody fucking, yeah. or I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause so- now then we lose like, you know, where your dad or your grandpa would teach you how to do shit. Now they don't because they're like, oh, well, he can just look it up on. Look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. It's it's very true. If we were to lose technology, just technology, I mean, a lot of people would, be... would die. Oh, yeah. A lot of people would die. It would be really bad. But I feel like to get to the point where we lose technology, a lot of people are already fucking dead because something wild has happened. Well, yeah. But then. Yeah, so that's really the concern. Well, yeah. But then. Uh, I don't know. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. obviously it'd be a catastrophic event where there'd be you know, millions of yeah. people dead if it shorted out the entire grid or it'd exactly. be like we're lobbing nukes we back and forth. The capability that we have set up with our, our technology, we've had a bigger problems going on that we should have been focusing on instead of being nervous about losing our fucking technology capabilities. You know, that's what that's what I mean by that. It's 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 not a, a benefit to to anymore, I don't think, at least for me. 
for me, the way I'm, I'm seeing things unfold is it's not the correct thing to look at uh, being dependent on fucking technology in certain ways because if you look at it in a way where it's like, well, actually this could benefit us to be able to actually look at things that could be more catastrophic that would lead to that event, you know, yeah, it's... Uh, we we need to not be focusing so much on well i don't know actually i don't fucking know but i feel like for me personally like not having to remember phone numbers and not having to know all this information and being able to look up all this information just when i need it uh could be beneficial because then i can actually focus on like the things that i'm interested in maybe the role that i may play in this world you know for some reason i have like interest in like psychology and philosophy and uh like andrew huberman's like uh optimal human you know that shit really fascinates me for some reason and so i can spend more time on learning that kind of stuff than and have more brain capacity to hold that knowledge instead of having to remember how to fucking remember phone numbers and like how to look up how to fucking crack an egg or something along those lines you know stuff like that you know what I'm, you know what I'm yeah, I know what you, I know that? what you're saying. Yeah, okay. I, I know what you're yeah. getting at. I yeah. just um I don't know. My my biggest thing as I've gotten older is I just don't I, I think now granted this is obviously a you know I don't know if this is more a moral thing or a value thing. I just value humans being humans more than Me too. more than anything. And Absolutely. I think and I and, and there's something to be said about like knowing your friends I don't know. It, it, there's maybe it's me romanticizing something that really doesn't need to be romanticized, okay. but it's like, but it's like you know, like your grandparents. They just <laughs> know their fucking best friend's number like that, and they can just call them. Like just they know it because it's just like that important to them. Yeah. So then you're losing the value, and it, obviously there's not a whole lot of value in that because obviously we all have the fucking our numbers yeah, on our right, phone. Exactly. But there's something just like, like it's like writing a letter. Yeah. It's like when you get a fucking letter. Like a handwritten, it's more valuable. It's so much more valuable yeah. than if if I sent you a long paragraph text, the exact same wordage, everything. Yeah. If I sent you a letter, the exact it same shit does feel more valuable. So that's more of a personal connection. Yeah. But when you do it over the fun, over yeah, uh, like a, some you that. lose that, and yeah. I don't like and how I, many I, people are losing that. And I think it would help so many more people if they had more connections that meant more like that, mm-hmm. as opposed to. Being I can, done I completely over the agree. internet is I what completely agree. is we, what my morality or think, value based thinking I, there. I think that is just going to be a side effect of the benefits that we will gain from having uh, technology like we do. We will. I mean, you cannot have anything good without having some losses. And so, yes, do I think we will lose some of the value that we've had throughout you know our evolution? But I think again, it comes back to. Uh, an individual thing where it's like if you want to maintain those valuable things you have to do that and i mean that's the same thing that we're doing right now we're having valuable conversation in person one-on-one because that to me is important you know and that to me is important so i i will do my best to seek that out and not allow myself to get sucked in to you know doing those things in a less valuable way, like sending a massive paragraph. If I want to have a, a or send or give you an important, important message for me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that in person. If I have the capability of doing, 
Yes. Yeah. But then I think the further we go from here, we will lose that. You're very right. right? Which then I I think I th- yeah I think the adverse effects sad. of that will be very very damaging, and we will lose a lot of humanity because you we you already see our loss of humanity. We're losing like our sense of humanity and uh, seeing somebody else as a human, not just a fucking thing walking around. Yeah. Like you know, like when I you're in a, when you're in a city, I see it happen. With you me. don't know anybody. No, and not that that's a bad thing like no but like fuck people don't know their neighbors anymore no. you don't know your neighbors you don't have like a, your own small little community because you why would you need that when you have the entire community of the globe like your entire uh i'll let you do that sorry no good Fucking cute dish. Pull out. Dude, that a nasty neck beard. No, I. But that's 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 what uh, because because I think we're just losing our sense of, I don't know if it'd be humanity. I think yeah, it's just our 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 value of our value of humanity. I guess is going down the more that the more. Because back in the day, all you had was the people around you because you couldn't communicate. And that's like, yeah. uh, my, when I talked to my mom about college experiences, she's like, that's the main reason why we went to college back in the day. Obviously, you wanted to get your degree to get a good job, but also you're away from what you know, and it builds your skills of being able to go into an environment where you don't know anybody and you're able to build this entire ecosystem of people that you know and are able to Socialize. relate with. Yes. Yeah. Whereas Build now that's not a thing. Yeah. Now everybody's just in their room on their phone talking to people that they talked to before. Mm-hmm. And so now like it doesn't force people to adapt to different situations because it doesn't you you aren't forced to do that because you don't have to. Yes, because because and is that a good thing? No, 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 I don't think so. And now like because college now, I mean, fuck, I didn't go, but I would assume that there's a lot of places where you go to dorms and like, you know, the 90s, 80s, the dorm doors were open and people were just walking back and forth saying, hi, what's going on? Whereas now I I bet you there's a lot of them where it's like they they don't do that at all. No, I mean, you you can see that like a perfect example of this is I went out to uh, uh, take my little niece to gymnastics practice and all the parents aren't even watching their kids or on their phones. Yes, normally like back in the day, like the person you're sitting next to, you'd have a conversation and talk about your kids and like get to know that person because you're sitting next to them and you don't have anything to distract you or anything else that you have to be doing, you know, but you can be doing your emails uh, while you're sitting there. You can be yeah. fucking scrolling through media. Yeah. You're not forced to have a conversation with Socialize. the person next to you. You're not forced to watch your fucking kid fucking do gymnastics. It was so sad. I was literally the only one there because personally, I value that kind of yes. thing. And so I was the only one there who was watching my little niece fucking... Uh, practice gymnastics and it was cute as shit but then i also felt like a fucking weirdo yes because i'm like a 25 year old dude watching these girls do gymnastics and i'm like no one else is watching them these yeah doing gymnastics and i'm genuinely just enjoying watching her fucking have fun trying to walk across to balance me yep you know and then there's all these parents just in their phone well like, anti-social yeah so i mean that's a great example and well like, i mean like i'm back in the day like when you're on basketball teams and i was on baseball teams like yeah. The, like that, like the fair, the parents became a team almost. Cause like yes. 
they didn't, you, you, you know, they wouldn't be on their phones or on the laptop doing work shit. Cause then they had this two hour window or whatever mm-hmm. where they couldn't do it. Cause they didn't have the capabilities. Obviously when we were growing up, they did, but it was lesser than it is now. So it's like, yeah, like, and obviously they, their generation knew how to do that shit. Yeah. Whereas like, I'm, I'm nervous about like when our generation has kids and there's not going to be any of that and you lose the humanity of this whole reason why we're fucking here yeah and you lose sight of it all and it's just so like such a depressing thought for me uh to think of because then because then it's super sad which obviously and again what you were saying you know focus on the good yep that's exactly what but i was then, about to take it back to you yeah and, I know. and if you have a problem with that that is if that is an issue that you have and it is very strong in you you have to do that you have to be that person you have to be the person that sits there while everyone else is in their phone and you're not on your phone and enjoying the moment or you have to be that person that starts that conversation with that person next to you you have to be that girl that was on that mountain on mount crescent with us you know that if you have an issue with that i mean you can't stray away from it well yeah you have to fuck and it's just it's just well it's just a difficult thing now like you said you felt like a weirdo yeah i did well i would feel like yeah but like the the social aspect of life, I feel like, would be damaged so badly to where, uh, like, generation, like, generations from now, like, 100 years, 150 years, whatever. Yeah. I think our social, our, our social capabilities would be so damaged. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know it about. It can da- go that route for sure. Yeah. But maybe it would be, maybe it'll just swing back the other way because everything will always find center. Maybe maybe it'll always find center. Maybe I'm just overreacting, but I'm just I just think that I I just don't like. Well, if you look around, if you look around because of the transition period that we're in and we don't really know all the negative things, that is what it looks like. And it appears to me that the uh, the numbers of like mental illness and depression maybe it's because we're diagnosing it more than it was back in the day because it's more prevalent too. now yeah, so i mean you never too. really know maybe everybody was always this fucking sad yeah. but maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe it has to do with you know i think it's a little of both i think I mean, that's, usually yeah. when you have a situation like that it's a little bit of both yeah so i yeah i think i think yeah we're diagnosing it more but also i think there is more uh, mental health issues for sure uh but that's what I'm talking about when I say, yeah, we're going to have a couple of generations, but hopefully we have people who are keeping an eye on it and are going to start talking about it, spreading that information. And so people can become aware of it, you know, and, and to do it, if you have your own problem with it, which obviously you do, I do too. I have the same issue. I see the same thing, man. And I think it's so sad and so devastating. So I, I mean, I try to take it into my own hands, you know, fucking, cause that's the only thing I can do. I can't let it fucking. I mean, I do let it fucking depress me. Well, yeah. And I do let it affect my life. But that is more reason to fucking not let it do that. It's, it's so fucking hard. Oh, dude. Well, dude, when, everybody else so is, when everybody else is on their phone, like, so like I, noticed at the, I noticed at the tire, when I was getting my tires, Yeah, you sit in that waiting room. Yep. Now, obviously, you're not going to become friends with all these fucking people. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine back in the day, it'd be like. you chit chat. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck, man. You, you bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's nobody does that. And if you try to do that. You kind of see you're like this weirdo. fucking weirdo who you probably have, you must have no friends if you're not on your phone talking to them. Yeah. And shit like that, which obviously I know is not correct. Exactly. But so it's like, fuck them, man. Yeah. But then it's so hard to say, fuck them and then still try it. Because then also now you're 
almost viewed as like a, a nuisance to them because it's like oh i could be talking to my friends here i'm talking to this fucking yahoo that i'll never see yeah, again but it's, again it's a I'm, i'll say again, i'm a very pessimistic guy when it comes to this shit and that's the negative side of looking at it because then you you may be in a waiting room this happened to me at uh when i was getting this thing undercoated uh there's a dude sitting on his phone and he, he had a fire department shirt on so asked him about that because i would i didn't want to sit on my phone i was going to be there for an hour I don't want to sit on my phone for an hour because I don't have anything on my phone that I really fucking interests me for an hour. I'm not going to play chess for a whole hour, you know, and there's this dude sitting there, you know, so I just asked him about the fire department. We ended up having a great conversation about fucking politics and fire department and his kids and stuff like that. It turned out to be really positive. Granted, that doesn't always work out. Sometimes you start a conversation and you are the nuisance that isn't allowing this person to maybe go through their emails or scroll social media and feed their addiction, you know, but fuck that dude. I mean, if you have a genuine issue with that, fuck that. Well, and it's just, for me, it's just so depressing how we like how Bailey at Mount Crescent, how that was such a foreign thing for us. Yeah. You talked about this with your mom. Well, it's just so, like it's, it's true it's true because it's, it's so sad yeah. and i hate how it it seems like as though that. it's shifting towards those experiences being less and less and you don't really think about it because you never really we're not when you when it happens when you when something like that happens we're like she's just so sweet and just an angel and just comes out of nowhere takes time out of her day to help us four whole, idiots whole well night. two idiots falling over yeah Two idiots saying, oh, yeah, you're falling too. Yeah, you're one, falling really fucking hard. One idiot that knows how to snowboard that thought he could teach his buddies, but and, doesn't know fucking thing. Like, yeah. the fact that that's such a foreign concept where instead of helping your neighbor, helping somebody out, it's like, well, I don't want to fucking be a weirdo. Yeah. Or I don't want to, you know. Do that. Do that. People don't even think that. That's what I'm saying. The humanity of it. Like, yeah. Again, like a small town, you and, knew, I, I know and, for a fact, you knew everybody in your small town. Absolutely. And you, well, granted, your small town is very small, but yeah. still a small town vi- environment. Right. You know everybody by their fucking vehicle. And maybe that's why it's a little bit easier for me to uh, to do those kinds of things, man. Because, like, I grew up, like, there's a car on the side of the road. You don't know them. And you help them anyways. You pull over, make sure everything's all right. Which is That the, is how I grew up. Which is the difference. Because yeah, that is how I, I grew up, up so it's easier for me in to Omaha. Do stuff like that. And... That's not how, like, you I, do not do that no more. No, because yeah. like whenever, I mean, if there was a sketchy dude mm-hmm. walking across the street, like jaywalking yeah. through the cars or something, yeah. locks on. Him. Yeah. And then like, there's none of that where I come from. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, that's why I don't, I guess maybe that's the whole thing that I'm trying to get at. Cause I feel like I'm really shitty at saying things. And then I just kind of like piece it together as i go yeah absolutely that's but, how we all talk man. but <laughs> that is how we all talk. but like it, it, i think my maybe the thing for me is i just don't like maybe there's a certain threshold maybe i'm wrong maybe there's a th- certain threshold where humans can get to where once you're around too not too many so many of them there comes a point where you you lose humanity as a whole and then yeah, you the, so then the accessibility to the yeah. internet broadens that fucking a billion fold to where then you lose it even more that's why like on twitter you tell people to kill themselves and cities are shut such shit shows yes it is that is the exact reason you become desensitized to humans i i became desensitized to humans when i got to chicago is one of the reasons why i'm a little more desensitized now to humans even in lincoln when i first got to chicago man i'm coming straight out of norfolk nebraska straight out of 
with small town. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, uh, you help everyone, you know? So I spent, I couldn't tell you how much money on homeless people when I first got there. Like I was giving away money, like mad, like all, all the money that I could, yeah. you know? And, uh, being there for seven months, by the end of it, you kind of just walk past them and don't even look yeah. at people in their eyes or anything like that. I mean, I was having conversations with schizophrenics on trains in Chicago, bro, when I first got there, like shit that oh, you're not supposed to do. Yeah. I'm like waving at people out my window, you know, small town fucking kid, you know, in Chicago. And you get socialized into that city. It only took me a few months to like stop waving at people. Yeah. Stop talking with people on the train that I didn't know. You know, that's literally what I was doing. Fucking, and you like learn real quickly from the people there that you're not supposed to do that. And it can be very dangerous to do things like that. And that's why I was like, I cannot stay. I cannot live in a place like that. That's even why I want to get out of Lincoln, man. Yeah. I want, I love that. I don't want to be in Omaha anymore. You know? I I just think the mass of humanity is sad. I think it's sad. And And I think cities definitely do that to people. And, and that is why it is not a place that I would like to live. That's why I think the, internet as a whole is just you can view it as a massive city because that's it is because we'll also it's a large gathering well, of humans and also it's diff it's compl- it's vastly different but it's also an, the same an, an, an anonymous yeah you yeah. don't get punched in the mouth if you yeah, tell exactly. somebody they're fat yeah. and ugly mm-hmm. yeah you can view it just like a city and again and then add some stuff to it that's like i i think we're just losing a lot of checks and balances when it comes to granted obviously will there be things like buffers put up on the internet to probably hopefully stifle shit like that like like you know yeah the ability to cyber bully people mm-hmm. shouldn't be a fucking thing obviously i'm not saying take away amendment rights or whatever you can say whatever the fuck you want but it's like there should be some sort of repercussions punishment. where it's like you can't yeah. you can't go into an airport and yell bomb yeah it's freedom of speech you can yeah. say what you want but yeah. you can't do that there yeah right like i'm I mean, sure so, i'm sure there's gonna be something like that put up on the internet where it's like Something like that, but there's, I don't know if it'll ever go because you're infringing on First Amendment rights, and yeah. also it's global. But that's that's where like socialization comes in. As a society, we need to like uh, if we if that's what the route we want to go. Instead of you know, I don't know. This is like a bigger picture thing than my whole individual view. You know, I I tend to like to go the individual route because that seems to be the way that change actually happens. But if you want to make change on like platforms like that, that the way that it happens truck. is the same way that it happens throughout culture, you know, is, is we have to socialize that kind of thing where it's like we make it become less socially acceptable to be that kind of person. Granted, it's very hard to do that when that person is anonymous, you know, so it, you can't really do that with well, technology and-, and the medias. And that's one of my biggest gripes with medias. And that's why I think for me personally, I just kind of have just ditched them. For the most part, but and no, but but a lot of people find their self worth being a scumbag. Yeah, yep. And a lot of people, well, and then normally, people. like if it was in person or whatever, and it's like, hey, that's not how you act, and I'm no. sitting there right in front of you, and you a say lot of that person would uh, that person wouldn't act that way face to face with other people. Yes, and not. but then like in a smaller environment, like if it's a small town, and then you fucking look at a guy, and you go, oh, you're a fucking fat sack, mm-hmm. a shit. You learn rather quickly. Yeah. That's not how you communicate. And then you learn, and you're like, oh, yeah, I was a fucking scumbag for doing that. And, but there's so many people who find self-worth in that because it's the only thing that they find that they can do to actually have any power in this world. I really need to get gas. Yeah, you do. Uh, 
Yeah, and so I I don't know the correct way through that or anything like that. I have no idea. It just for me, it's just get out of that world. And I think I think maybe that's the correct route for it for everyone. I don't know if I feel like social media is going to be one of those things that we're going to need to scrap almost entirely. Um, I don't really know other than like the communication and the ease to access of information um, is a benefit of social media. But other than that. I mean, I mean, I communication think... can be done through other routes, so you don't really need social media for that. I mean, I don't really know what social the benefits of social media are, and for me, there's really none. Well, yeah, but for some people, other than entertainment, for some people, that's how they get their self worth. Right, exactly. Through, that's the one. Is through getting likes and all that, that. that and that's what I can make people aware of. But that is not actually meaningful. That is not actually a good route. But again, to go if that's if that's all you know, mm-hmm. is getting your self worth from that. Like I yeah, never but, posted on Twitter or Instagram or anything because I, I, I frankly was like, who the fuck gives a damn yeah. about what food I'm eating tonight or like yeah. oh or where I'm at. Sure. That's why I, I mean to circle back. That's why like your your thoughts of pictures and taking videos and all that is an is in a good place because it's more of like a value for you instead yeah. of trying to gain value from other people valuing your shit sure if that yeah, makes yeah. any no, sense yeah, i know what you mean so yeah. like but there's so many people who gain value from other people valuing their shit yeah to where it's so dangerous because then they will never want to quit doing that because they don't know anything else yeah they get that dopamine rush from that and that's the only thing that they know is yeah. posting shit and getting likes from their classmates and their friends and shit like that and again I'm very pessimistic, so this is a very, very uh, biased opinion on this whole thing. Yeah, it's the one side of it. But and I also think it's 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 really short term when you look at it in the I would hope so. The human the humanity, I think it won't last very long. I think it'll it'll fester out after so long. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why it's such a hot topic right now, like social media and stuff like that. I think it's we're realizing that it is not such a good way to use this technology that we have. And hopefully the way that we go about getting that out out of our system and get past this fucking stupid ass negative social media stuff is we make it less socially accepted to be that kind of person who uh, gets their value from it. You know what I mean? That's such a hard switch that would have to happen. It's really not, though, because how we do that is just, you know, and as an individual... You talk to your friends about how you get meaning from being in person interacting with like, you know, like when I was watching Addie Grace at her gymnastics things, that's where I get my meaning from. You know, you talk about those things and you talk about how, how shallow it is to gather your meaning from, uh, gather your meaning from posting your experiences on a platform for others to see and how, how shallow that actually is and how, how, how that is not actually a sustaining meaning in your life. You talk about for like, for me, like I don't gain any meaning from that. You know, at times I used to, you know, I used to, but that's not how I derive my meaning anymore. You know, my meaning comes from more, I don't know, from more meaningful things. You, 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 having those conversations with people about this kind of thing is how you socialize what a a correct pathway is forward. And I don't know, I don't fucking know, but I feel like that's how it is for me. And so that's what I try to attempt to do. 
And so that's my route forward through it. And hopefully that becomes more widespread. I don't know. I don't but that's what know. That's what I... That's I, so far out there. I, I do. Like, I think there are less and less of you as days pass going forward. I like For as many people switch to thinking the way you do or or that's always how they've thought um i think there's like 10 times the amount of people that would go the opposite direction and obviously that's how shit always goes until there's the switch but i guess i don't really see that in my life with the people that i'm surrounded by which is yeah but all the people i guess maybe it's because that's the people i choose to surround myself by that is because we have you know similar interest in that regard you know, but in my life with my family and the people that I'm close to and even like, the oh, fuck, even the people that are, you know, more acquaintances at work. It seems like when we talk about this kind of thing, they all kind of agree that social media is not a good thing. You know, so I feel like most people do feel that way. It's just we it's easier to see the. Uh, the uh, negative side of things, because that's just our negativity bias again, you know makes it easy to see that and really if you if you look at around you for me at least if i look at what's around me and the people that are around me not a lot of people feel that way a lot of people really do derive good meaning and their value from the actual meaningful things in life but that's just i think that could be my social environment i don't know it could be the environment that i put myself in well because i I would imagine like in more that's a conscious thing that i do individually yes which many people don't do. I don't know that because I don't see that. I, I, I see, I see, I can see how you see that. But I, for me, I don't, I don't see that in my life, I, in my experience. It just seems to me that, how do I put it? It just seems to me that, I don't know how to fucking say it. I have it, but I just don't know how to say it. Do your best. I don't know. It's just, I know what you're saying and looking positive at everything. And that's obviously what you should be doing to try and make things better for yourself. Mm-hmm. But there's so much, uh, fuck. It's kind of like how, like, that reality TV show. You don't find that entertaining at all. No. And, like, shit. I don't want to say it. Like, so it kind of is like, you don't find that shit entertaining. Same way that you don't value uh, social media and all that shit. You just don't have, you don't hold that near and dear. You don't value it at all. But I think on the opposite end of that spectrum, there's a lot of people as well who are the exact opposite. Yeah. Who rely on social media mm-hmm. to give themselves self-worth, which is awful in my opinion. Now, some people might say it's good. Yeah. Some people might say, oh, well, now this person who's who, who might be be who might be worse off, maybe they're better off now. I don't know any examples of that. And I think that might be why I feel the way I do. Yeah. Maybe uh, that's it. Maybe I just don't have the, maybe I just don't have a viewpoint of the positive of it or, well, or I, a that, positive of that's it. That's kind of what I was saying. I don't actually see a positive of it, and, but that's why I don't and like 
like to entertain myself with it or use it or anything like that for the most part don't get me wrong i've been through my been through my stages of like posting all over instagram and deriving some value from that and like watching tiktok and deriving my entertainment from that and and scrolling through instagram to see uh other people how well they're doing and like getting depressed about it don't get me wrong i've done all of that for sure but uh I don't know, man, just if it's, if it's having an effect on your life, man, you got to make the change on your own. That's, you got to make that change on your own and to, to want to, or have a problem with it and expect it to change globally. And hopefully, uh, you can't expect, uh, I'm uh, not expecting a change overnight, yeah. nor am I expecting anybody to change anything at all. Yeah. But it it that I'm just it saying festers you. And yes, I can tell it just is. It just bugs me that this yeah. is the direction that we're going in, and maybe right. it'll end up good, and, and maybe I'll look like a retard. Also, I don't know. Well, but also like one of the reasons why it may be affecting you so much is maybe that's your environment that you're in, you know, and and that's what you you see a lot of, and maybe that's something that you got to get yourself out of and fucking try to get yourself into a different environment where that is not the case. I don't fucking know. Maybe, but I'm going to take a piss. Yeah, so. I got a piss too. We're stopping to get gas. We will return eventually. We should probably... Uh...